The following is an announcement from the Republic of Ghana. Greetings, citizens of the trail show. Check that. Greeting, citizens of the trail show nation. You are inspiring to the world with your love of hiking. Our nation's president has taken notice of your enthusiasm, and he knows that you will be proud to show your adoration for the Republic of Ghana by going to thetrailshow.com and one-clicking the PayPal donate button. This donation will not only help with their beer and their bandwidth fund, but will also allow you to display your unbridled support for the trail show. And for the four hikers that talk into the microphone, this, this beautiful radio show of the internet is available to all citizens of the Republic of Ghana. Check that. Available to all citizens of the world for free on iTunes. Is available to you right now. So remember to hit the donate button as soon as you can at the trail show thank you and happy bear has nothing to do with hiking get on the trail we're talking about dirt mud blood and guts que no parece fiesta it's the trail show. My God, Polly. Featuring Lawton Disco Grinter. What the hell are you two doing, Mike? Felicia P.O.D. Amosio. What are you girls doing up here? Mike Dilo DiLorenzo. Yeah! Poor Max Maganati. He's a fraud. And now from Dilo's basement is the trail show. Oh uh, yeah, here it is. Live from Studio 3B at the Deloplex Broadcast Center in the heart of Boulder, Colorado's historic beer district, you are listening to The Trail Show. We've been downloaded over 18,000 times and are now heard in 73 countries around the world, including Ghana. It is Thursday, May 9th, and we are delighted to have you along with us today for our one-year anniversary show. 
A personal thanks from all of us at The Trail Show to all of you listening to the show and spreading the word about our podcast. You've made this first year an incredible one, and we look forward to many shows ahead. Keep spreading the word about The Trail Show. Today's show is sponsored by the Continental Divide Trail Coalition. The Continental Divide Trail Coalition is a 501c3 national nonprofit organization formed by passionate members of the trail community and working to be the leading voice in advocacy, stewardship, and protection for the CDT. CDTC is launching the new organization through an inspiring crowdfunding campaign to generate startup support for their most pressing tasks ahead and invites you to visit www.continentaldividetrail.org to learn more about how you may support, participate, and share their campaign and efforts. We hope you'll support them and the CDT, because in the words of the Princess of Darkness, if not now, when? And if not us, then who? Aren't you the Princess of Darkness? I am. Did you Those are really, my words. Did you really say that? I did, but I'm right. sure that someone else said that before me, and I don't know who I'm... I think who I stole that. It. it was a Gandhi. It was Gandhi. There you go. Yeah. I, I think it's from Passover. <laughs> 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 no, that was Gandhi. It wasn't actually P.O.D. It was Gandhi. So in the Sorry. words of Gandhi, when right. he was talking about the CDT. And by the way, we would like to thank the CDTC for sponsoring today's show. And if your business or website is interested in advertising on the trail show, please email our advertising staff at sales at the trail show.com we are offering $50 off show sponsorships and $25 off segment sponsorships for first time advertisers partner with the trail show and get the word out about your business or website that contact info again sales at the trail show.com what's up Dilo? I saw you were you giving me the peace sign or raising your hand no I just wanted to say sales at the trail show.com whoa whoa he was filming a special taping a special maybe across the hall in studio once again today ladies and gentlemen uh-huh. Eric hearsay pain let's Woo! give it up Thank you. Awesome. What were you filming next door? Oh, I'm just filming a making of, uh, trying to teach people how to use Cuban fiber <laughs> to make like a brand new tarp never seen before. And it's going to double as a pack raft. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Wow. I, I got a lot of work to do. <laughs> right now, it's just a rectangle and you kind of blow it up with air. It's not working it out. It sounds very like well. a balloon, yeah. a, square, a square balloon, maybe. It needs a little bit of work. So, maybe some carbon. So it's a Cuban fiber pack raft. Yes. Wow. Yeah. wow. But it's pack. also it, a pack. It's going to be expensive. Is it a poncho tarp, too? Because that'd be really sweet. Uh, you can hide under. Wow. When, yeah, when it's a pack hey, raft. And th- these are for people who say, I don't know why we talk about more gear. So here we go. Mm-hmm. Pack but, raft, Cuban fiber. You got it. Before we geek out, our listeners may remember hearsay from show six, which we recorded in November. It's hard to believe it's been over six months now, hearsay. November? Since you, yeah, no, it was the I November was show. February. No. Wow. The GET? Yeah. That was a November show, I thought. What can I say? Huh. I'm not a person that has a memory. Okay, yeah, it was, it was <laughs> yeah, a November show. He has kids, so, um, Anyway, so what are we getting into today? Well, let's set the table, if you will. I think you will, to start. I, I think I will. So we're going to do an <laughs> Ads of Pasica recap. Both POD and I were there in Southern California two weekends ago. Mag's recent Dominguez Canyon backpack. Kind of going the whole Utah Hayduke theme, so I figured throw that in there. Yeah, why not? D'Lo's favorite hike is coming up Saturday, the Boulder Super Slam. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Won't be here. D'Lo won't even be yeah. he's, doing, he's like planting tomatoes or something. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my we god, gotta, we've lost him. 
We got a top ten on, on um, top ten from the Noodleheads on yo-yoing. So stay tuned for that. Uh, I've got a trail tip of the month, which is going to blow your mind. <laughs> wow! <laughs> or, or I, I not? Can't, I can't oh, wait. Man. Uh, we've got a couple letters in the mailbag this week. Week and a number of beer and bandwidth sponsors to shout out. Yes, thank you so much. We it was a last minute fury. Mags, we got a contest this week. We do, uh, you know, a Colorado Trail Swag contest with stuff Ooh. donated by Yogi. Oh, thanks, Yogi. That's awesome. Some really nice stuff. An upcoming CDTC fundraiser. Uh, yeah, that's going to be May twenty second. Um, we're going to have a teaser for our first ever bonus show, which we'll get into later. A bonus show. A bonus show, oh. people. Well, almost forgot something important though. What? The meetup. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be having a meetup. Actually, um, does anybody have the date and time in front of them? May 30th, 6, 6 to 8 p.m. Yeah, 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, I tell you what, let's, let's talk about the meetup when we do Mike DiLorenzo's Beer of the Month. That sounds, sounds swell. great. Sounds because swell. they go together. Um, let's see. Film reviews this month. Mags, what do we got? Hi, Sierra. Uh, hi, Sierra. A Journey on the John Muir Trail. A Journey on the John Muir Trail. And it's free online through the PBS station. Okay. So what, you can't beat the price. Yeah, double your money back. And as always, <laughs> beer of the month. We got Ask a Hiker with D-Lo, Ask a She Hiker with the POD, Trail of the Month, and Trail Mags with News. <laughs> trail Mags with News. I oh, like did, it. Did, I said that backward. We got Trail News with Mags. Yeah, but Trail Mags I with got, News. My mind's going crazy. I got Because, like, you know, a magazine could be called Mags and it does have news on it's it. It's true. So. It's true. So, I'm always just trying to get geared up for... Mike DeLorenzo's Beer of the Month. Wow. Wow. What do we have this month? The May Show's beer was provided by Cannonball Creek Brewing Company. Head on over to their stellar brewery today, located in beautiful Golden, Colorado, at 393 North Washington Ave, right off Highway 93. Grab yourself a growler of any of their fine beers on tap. And you can always find them online at www.cannonballcreekbrewing.com. And do us a favor by heading over to their Facebook page and telling them you heard about their beer on the trail show. Now, I left out an important part of that little beer promo that I just read, which was the three growlers that we have tonight. Yep. What do we got, P.O.D.? She's got the list. We have, we're going to start with the Solid Gold. Yes. Princess. Disco reference. Yes. Solid gold, Belgian golden, a, and then we're going to move into the Foray Noir. I've already started on the solid gold. Which is gold. a black Saison. And then we're going to go, we're going to finish up with the Mindbender IPA. Yeah. And we're drinking them in that order, is that correct? Does the order Yes. Ma- why, why does the order matter? Well, it doesn't really matter. It's just, um, so, so one of the main brewers at Cannonball Creek is um, this guy named Hutch. And Big ups, Hutch. He is actually good friends with Scooby, who has been on the show and is a renowned beer expert. Uh, so anyway, that's kind of how we originally heard about the brewery. And side note, his wife is my massage therapist. Anyway, um, so when we picked up the growlers tonight, he said, you can drink them in any order you want, but this is the order that I would suggest. Perfect. Since he's the brewer and the no, the you know the guy with the and if he knows Scooby, knowledge. then he knows something about beer. So and we really That's don't. Right. We just drink it. And we let him choose the beers. He asked us if oh, there was okay. any style we wanted. And we said, mm-hmm. "You're your pick. You're the you're the guy." So yeah, okay. And uh, just a little note about Cannonball Creek they they usually have um, some really great food trucks outside the brewery there. So barbecue, Mexican food. 
It's all good. Hey, real quick, I want to, um, th- this first beer we're drinking, the Solid Gold Belgian, I want to give you a little uh, sentence or two about what it is you're sipping on. This is really good. I don't know oh how you God, guys think. Oh, my God, it's so good. So it's a Belgian-style gold now, 7.2% ABV. That'd be alcohol by volume. Belgian ale yeast contributes to an aroma of fresh tart lemons balanced by a very subtle spice. Highly effervescent with a crisp, dry finish. I'm all in on the uh, solid gold. I like it. Hopefully I don't drink too much of this because we got two more good beers. I like the name. It's a disco reference. Queen of Soul likes. It has a nice crisp, light taste, but it's also got a little bit of heaviness to kind of remind you that it's a real beer. Yeah. Wow, that's, it that's looks, pretty impressive. It looks like... He is um, a mature beer drinker, after yeah. all. It's true. <laughs> what, you didn't think I was? Who Here, said I wasn't? say, do you have any in this, man? I already drank it all. Okay. Oh, there's, there's an endorsement. Just checking, yeah. All right, should we get into segments then? Oh, my God, it's so good. We'll check back in later. We'll see where we're at. Let's get into segments. Okay, let's do it. All right, what do we got, Mags? Oh, I think we're doing something a little earlier today. Yeah. Oh, perhaps it's time for trail news. I think so. Time for trail news. <laughs> time for trail news. So, Let's do it. What do we got? Some really interesting news items. Okay. So now they have a new paddle from the AT to the Gulf of Mexico. Did you know that? What? what? Yes. A short walk from Springer Mountain, you can paddle the Chattahoochee River to the headwaters of the Gulf of Mexico. They're trying to develop it as a... You know, the way to finish the AT, essentially. Done hiking, do some paddling. Huh. So you're going southbound. Yeah. Then you walk to the Chattahoochee, pull in, and... I've actually been fly fishing in the Chattahoochee. So there you go. And where does the Chattahoochee start? Is it in Georgia? Yeah, the headwaters are not far from Springer Mountain, apparently. (laughs) Now, did you hear about this? I'm calling Himalayan Fight Club. Oh, Oh, I I did. I've read a couple articles. There's been different things, but the synopsis is that some (laughs) Sherpas and some climbing guides got in on it. The climbing guide said they were fine. The Sherpas were antagonistic. The Sherpas said they were trying to set up the lines, and some people were throwing some ice and snowballs, and just wasn't good, and they got in a brawl. Snowballs? And, well, maybe There snow. was snowball throwing? <laughs> sure. Why not? Maybe, maybe there there is a lot of snow up there. Snow Did somebody knock someone's uh, snowman over, too? Yeah, that's right. Made some hot chocolate and you know, sang some carols. But, yeah, Himalayan Fight Club. You should Google it. It's pretty interesting, different takes on it. You know, we had that thing about Manning Park last month. The yes. day after we announced it, yeah, a buyer was found. Wow. Come on! So you that's can, great news for everyone who who was thinking about quitting the trail or at Manning Park. <laughs> no, like right now because oh, we okay. finish at Manning Park. Oh, but it'll probably be Greyhound service. And you know, some people speculate if you're through hikers finishing, work at the ski resort. <laughs> They're higher right then and there. Or there you, you just have to hop on the PNT and walk out to the Pacific Ocean. There you go. That's there you the go, logical man. answer. That, yeah. that would be the good way to do Actually, it. Actually, don't yeah. even finish the PCT. Just go right from that intersection. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't worry about the last seven miles. Hey, guys, I got a small problem. Uh, yeah? Problem. Only, yeah, just only a small, a small one. What's wrong? Small What's wrong? Uh, what are we talking about now? Because this is... We're doing trail news. <laughs> we're doing trail news. Completely, like... Yeah. Our, what's, what's with our schedule? We had a schedule. We're not following it. <laughs> <laughs> we decided to do it a little different. Hey, man, all. it's the one-year anniversary show. You know, we're we're mixing it up. It up. Wait, but I think our listeners really like our schedule, and I think we're doing them a disservice by differ- no, no, differing they, from I think they like the news. They don't have yeah. access to the Google Docs. They don't know what our schedule is. That's Wait, right. I, I'm confused, though. Like, I don't even know hey, what's man, you happening. Just, you hey, just got to roll with just it. Just roll with it. We're not doing the news. You just roll with it. All right. I'll keep quiet for now, but I can't really roll with it, guys. All right. We're bringing it back to Matt. So speaking of news items, we had to retract. The day after or so, we announce it. TSA is 
and, you know, keeping the restrictions going for the knives. Oh. Oh. Because of the Boston bomber, they said, well, terrorists are still blah, 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 blah. Carrying pocket knives. Yeah. Trekking so <clears throat> no trekking poles, no Swiss Army knives quite. You have to check it. it in. Sorry. No, no miniature baseball bats. No miniature baseball bats. <laughs> what if you have a trekking pole with that rounded rubber tip? You could pull the tip off and snap something. <sighs> yeah, unfortunately. So sorry, folks. No check your knives. Pole. What can you do? Yeah. Do you know Snickers is only 250 calories now? They dropped it from what? 280. 280 to Why 250. How did they do that? Save money, I guess. No, how? So it's smaller. You... Is it three slightly ounces? Smaller, slightly three small. tenths of an ounce lighter? But 30 <laughs> calories less. I mean, this was. Thanks for the fractions over there. <laughs> but now you have to re, you know, recompute you know, you all do. the calories per ounce. That's rough. Oh, man. Oh, I know. Man, wait, I'm that, off. Blows, that was 15 that, minutes of That blows right that there. whole uh, program that you have, like, totally. I know. Out the wall, right? It wasn't, don't you have some sort of a. A, a hiking food program similar to the Primitive Fitness Blueprint that um, the Snickers and Pringles plan. Yeah, the Snickers yeah. and Pringles plan. <laughs> yeah, tell us and about that. What is that? Uh, eat lots. If, of... if we're going to allow ourselves to get off subject, which I think we are, <laughs> we're not off. Hey, we're still on trail news. We're man. trail news. Mags. Eat lots of Snickers and Pringles and fried chicken and coffee and bologna and only if it's rancid <laughs> and chocolate for afters. Anyway. <laughs> Nice reference. Thank you. Thank you. Nice now, call, callback. This is pretty bad. Did you hear about the water cache stolen? Yeah. What? So CDT hikers in the Chain of Craters route. Yeah, balls and sunshine. You know, she's going to be the youngest triple crowner. Uh-huh. She, they had a water cache in the Chain of Craters route in the CDT, which you need to kind of do. Yeah. Someone stole the water and wrote with a Sharpie. Not D-Lo, but someone with a Sharpie wrote, <laughs> sorry for stealing the water, or something along those lines. What? Yeah, it's on trail journals. Was it water they cached? Yeah, they pre-cached. Wait, Is it just where a couple was of it? gallons? Chain of Craters route. Where the delay route intersects the, the Chain of Craters route in the CDT. This happened to Zoner on the Hey Duke Trail. I don't know what... We're the Chain of Craters is the POD actual... didn't hike it. We didn't hike it. But instead of doing the Gila route, you can do... Oh, okay. So I needed a reference of like on the state or... New Mexico... Like area. Oh, I'm sorry. New Mexico on the CDT. Yeah. Okay. And so the quote-unquote official route. Wow. And they decided to do that, which is cool, and they cached oh, water. Oh, I know what you're talking about yeah. now. Okay. So rather than follow the lay route into yeah. the Gila... For, yep. for our listeners, you know, the multiple routes you can do in the CDT. And someone stole their water cache. So was it Balls and Sunshine that set up their own cache? Mm-hmm. Nah. And someone signed the Sharpie, sorry, we were yeah. thirsty or something right. like that. Some kind we were of... thirsty and we took showers. With yeah, water. brush our teeth. <laughs> so not good people. Not good. Mm. Hear about the avalanche in Loveland? No. Yeah. Six snowboarders died. The only reason why I mentioned that is oh, because... The, oh, about a month ago. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, you always have people kind of do the Colorado Trail, da 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 it's still winter here in the high country. Yeah. You have all this fresh snow we had recently with the old snow. Very avalanche prone. Stay in the foothills, really. Yep. Yeah. Stay in the plains. Exactly. Stay in Greeley. Do the, pon- do the Pawnee grasslands. <laughs> yeah. 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 There you go. Dealer's favorite. And, yeah. You know, th- this is kind of more of a personal thing. We heard the whole Magpul PMAX thing. Yes. Yes. So it's a very famous manufacturer of polymer magazines, a.k.a. PMAGs. In the past year or so, I've been getting hate mail once in a while, saying, how dare you? <laughs> They're looking for polymer mags. They come to this one guy wrote, like, this hippie website. So, mm-hmm. so they're moving their, their headquarters are in Erie, Colorado, just down the road. So, But aren't they moving their production out of state or they something? They are. As a protest to? Because a high-capacity oh, PMAG. Yeah. Well, because you can't sell high-capacity PMAGs in the state anymore. No, not a... Not a uh, not a protest to Obama, but a pro- protest Colorado. to the Colorado State yeah. Legislature, okay. which has chosen to outlaw the, manu- the selling of high-capacity high magazines. P-mags. Yeah. High-capacity P-mags. One more time. High-capacity high capacity P-mags. P-mags. 
So they're outlawed, if you will. I I could turn my site into a link farm, make lots of money, but I won't. So there you go. Mm. High do, you, do you need some help over no. there? Okay. No. Um, this is for AT hikers, the Mountain Goat Outfitter in Hanover, New Hampshire. Closed March thirtieth. <gasps> they used to take mail drops. The only real outfitter in Hanover. They're no longer. It's just oh, wow. like another blow to the AT hikers. I know. I know. You have to that, quit. How are $20, they going to finish their, right? that, their hike? That and the $20 Smokies fee. It's going to be like a 4-day supply now. Yeah. 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 Four <laughs> days? Five would be really rough. I'm off the trail. Yeah. yeah. That's a new 100-mile wilderness right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to go to the Ben and Jerry's instead. <laughs> now, this was on our Facebook page, but the Trailcast archives have been found. Yeah. So were they not still up on iTunes? No, they were, they were in the Wayback Machine, which is Internet Archive, and okay. been found. And it's one of the original hiking podcasts, really yeah. good. A little more serious than our show. Robert Butler III. Is, yes. that, is that what we were on? D-Lo? What's the Wayback Machine? It's, <laughs> no, this is cool. It's Internet Archive. There's tons of old sites out there that are no longer functional, so you, or even in that iteration of the website. So you go to the Wayback Machine, which is a Bullwinkle <laughs> reference, by the way. I don't understand. What, D-Lo's lost. Are you making Fuck up this you. term? Is, what no. Is, what is the Wayback Machine? Is, is it, it WaybackMachine.com? Yeah. It's a, okay. it's a URL, and they will look at cached websites or defunct websites, and they archive it so you can still bring up old websites, including old podcasts. Did you hear about this? The, the vultures eat a body in 50 minutes in the Pyrenees, not too far from where you guys hike through. Ugh. What? A, a hiker fell 1,000 feet in the Pyrenees. Uh-huh. And within 50 minutes, the forensic people estimated the vultures ate the hiker. 15 or 50? Five zero. Nothing 50. but bone. Nothing but bones Ooh. and clothing and scraps of body. Wow. Man. Wow. It's <laughs> a dark show. That's the odd, I think that's the oddest news piece that you've ever covered. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. Did they estimate the number of vultures that were eating? Uh, I don't know about that, but it's a thousand foot fall. Yeah. Oh. So avoid the parodies, especially if you fall. Yeah, for more reasons than one. Yeah, <laughs> just in general. Don't get me uh, started. Now, this is very important. Fires in South um, California. Yeah. It's been put out, but there are fire restrictions in place. Essentially, the whole southern portion of the PCT up to... Hike through it at night. That's right. Oh, that was that just banning kidding. fire. Is that still going? Um, It is pretty much out, but the fire restrictions are still in place. Okay. But no open flame. So this is terrible. But for you ultralight hikers, but no alcohol stoves. Uh, as more than likely, no esbits. So come on, yeah, no wood stoves. Nothing without an on-off switch. Yep, or UL designation. So white gas or canisters. Sorry. Oh, that's, you, you a, that's can, the current restrictions on the Pacific Crest Trail as you speak. Yes. Oh wow! And I, people I, argue about it, but dude, I'd be off the trail. Yeah, I would. I'd go to get the AT. I'd be off the trail. That's right. Minute. Would you be off the trail? Or would you get on the trail? No, I'd be off the trail. He'd go to the Smokies for the twenty dollars program. I, I'm, I'm, you know, a lot of these are these are just like strikes against through hikers. You, you, no alcohol stoves, no esbits, you know, no wood burning stoves. Twenty dollars Smoky permit. This outfitter in New Hampshire closes. It's just like <laughs> I, all this day. news. The world is the through hiking world is collapsing That's on true. us. Well, um, Lyme disease. I have some good Lyme news. Lyme disease. Though. Don't even get me started about Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> There's some good news it. though. Remember What's Snorkel? She was yeah. a guest here. Yeah, yeah. She did the first urban through hike, 180 miles through the, the Los Angeles stair system that goes back about 100 years. That is crazy. I saw her yesterday briefly. She was on her way to the Grand Canyon to do the rim to rim to rim, and um, she was like, "Yeah, 180 miles," and and she was like, "It's an actual route, and hmm. you have to hit every single stairway." I haven't read the the trip report, but it sounds. 
I don't know. There's a picture of eating a Crazy cheeseburger man. or something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? What, First urban through hike. What's the stairways? What, what do the stairways s- have to do with this? They were designed by the architects, 1920s, in a way to see the city um, just by walking. And you go through the Hollywood Hills and all that. They're 80, 90 years old at this point. Stairways. Get on the trail! Here's a good one. Grocery store reopening in Johnson, Vermont. 50 miles from the end of the launch. See, D-Lo? See? This is good news, good D-Lo. News. The, Vermont the, is not Did dry. you say 15 miles from five, the end of the zero. 50. I was going to say 15 miles. Wow, that's great. <laughs> no, but this is a major resupply I could, spot. I could buy food for that last day on the trail. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> this is a major resupply spot uh-huh. for long trail hikers, and there was yeah. no grocery store in this college town. So now you can go to Johnson. College get, town without a grocery store? I know. Store? That's the other thing. What, I, store, forget the no through hikers. Yeah, well, what about the college on. students? Man? Yeah, they, go, they had to go to Waterton. Dude. But now, now you can get groceries easily last 50 miles of the, from a long trail. And lastly, this is kind of creepy. This is just happened yesterday. Hmm. Uh, Arizona climber and a dog were found stung to death by bees. Oh, oh come what? on. <laughs> no. Swear to God. Where? Do we know? Uh, I forget exactly. It was in Arizona. And what? Yeah. Wow. Killer bees. That's a Killer bees. That is a terrible yeah. way to go. I know. No one knows oh. if it's like Africanized bees or whatever. Oh, it's got to be. When I heard it was just a climber, you know, they say climbers, I think it was more of a hiker scrambling. Uh-huh. So maybe they had bee allergy, anaphylactic shock, but when I yeah. heard the dog in, yeah. the hiker. Oh, my God. That's brutal. Yeah. I hope they don't find out that it's an AZT through hiker because that's just another blow against <laughs> Another blow. Yeah. yeah. So we, we have, you know, killer bees. Mm hmm. And vultures who are hungry. But we have a grocery store in Vermont, so that's pretty much all the news. Wow. Okay. All right, Mags. Once again, it was all the news that was fit to hear and be heard from Paul Mags Magnanti. Dilo, man, what do you think about us breaking out trail news right out of the gate? Um, I don't. I disapprove. (laughs) All right. Let's get right into uh, the Ads of Pasico (laughs) recap. P.O.D., where'd we go? Oh, it was so fantastic. We went to the... Yeah, you went hiking. Adds a Pacitco at Lake Morena, which is 20 miles north of the Mexican border via foot. Uh, I don't, how many people go to that thing? A lot? 200, 300? There was like 700 this year Ooh, that were... There you go, 700. But there was also people that were just there for the day that weren't registered at the right. event. So uh, It was great. We, uh, I, I actually helped out with the Gossamer booth on Friday. Disco was working the whole weekend for a change. He was working and I wasn't... Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, hey, oh. I, I sent some resentment no, there. No, there's none. And uh, and then Saturday, I got up and hiked from Lake Morena to Mount Laguna, which is about 22 and a half miles. I was jealous. And it was fantastic. It was such an amazing day. I was, I was like, euphoric. I was running all the downhills, like, nimble will neutral, if you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I will. And, yeah. uh... I listened to the the trail show actually, and I listened to some Macklemore, and it was great. I saw some people with enormous backpacks. So anyway, so while Pod was out hiking on Saturday, I was working at the Gosmer booth, and one of the coolest things ever happened: two 2013 PCT through hikers walked up to the booth and handed me a ten dollar bill and said, "Disco, this is for the beer and bandwidth fund," and I was blown away. Fans of the trail show, let's get it up for Nathan and Vanessa. Yeah. Woo! You guys rock. They're actually on the trail right now. Yeah, trail names? And uh, uh, not yet. They uh, they just started, man. Yep. They're fresh and 
packed full of vitamins are so new. <laughs> they looked great. Yeah. Oh, and I ran into uh, Zelda and Tarzan oh. on Friday night, and she actually listens to the podcast a lot. And she got the idea of hiking from Laguna to uh, Morena because I had talked about that with Squatch. And she found us at the kickoff and she was like, oh, my God, we hiked in today from Lake Morena and with our two dogs. And they kept running around and trying to chase animals. And every time they, they'd run over, I'd be like, get on the trail. Like, get on the trail. <laughs> like, yeah. she, she quoted you, dude. She, yeah. That's what she would yell at her dogs. Wow. Get on the trail. Wow. You're, you're like the dog <laughs> whisperer now. The dog. Yep. Mike DiLorenzo, the dog whisperer. The dog whisperer. Get on the trail! <laughs> so anyway, anyway, it was cool. It was a great weekend. Um, the toilets didn't back up this year, which was a huge success. That's I, a plus. Yeah, it was a plus. I got a... Um, even There was even hot water. They put these uh, low-flow shower wow. heads on. So the, there was hot water all weekend. There was, uh, you know, no overflowing, like, sewage areas. Nothing bad like that. It was it was a success. I haven't been in four years. It's time to go back. Oh, oh man. man. You got to go so next fun. year. When we get back, we're going to talk about Mag's Dominguez Canyon backpack. How many of those salad golds have you had? <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> Not yet. What are you girls doing out here on this trail? The Trail Show. Coming to you live from Mike DiLorenzo's charming basement in the historic beer district of Boulder, Colorado, it's The Trail Show. And we're back. You can always find us at thetrailshow.com, facebook.com slash thetrailshow, twitter.com slash trailshow, and on cafepress.com slash thetrailshow. Max, how are sales doing? You know, surprisingly better. We we sold about a hundred some odd dollars worth of swag now. What? Really? Yeah. With the new logo? Wow. Some of the old logo, some of the new, depending. So we we okay. have like a seven dollar profit. So wow. So how much of that hundred dollars was actually stuff we bought? Like ninety five or no? Because you don't make okay. profit on. Oh, could, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. okay, okay. So cool. so I have to do the math, but that's like a little over a hundred dollars sold of swag. Hey. So thanks to our listeners for buying our swag. Yeah, yeah. thanks a lot, guys. And uh, before we get into Mags' trip, we have a gift for D'Lo. Oh, yeah, from the kickoff. From the kickoff, from Teresa Dicentra Black of OnePanWonders.com, we have single-serving packets of Marconi's 100% extra virgin olive oil. Wow. D'Lo. Thanks, guys. Hey, thank Dicentra. She's thank the one Dicentra. that sent them your way. They're olive oil sized packets. Really? You thought of me, Dicentra? This you wasn't just the like this. This is amazing. Thank you so much. And this you is lovely. Did, now, on an earlier show, didn't you say like you would give your life? Firstborn child. Firstborn, Firstborn child. child. Yeah. So, Dicentra, you're getting this cute little Leo. Yeah, we're going to pack him up and FedEx him tomorrow. <laughs> Dicentra, come on over and hang out with Leo anytime you want. Um, <laughs> you could spend the whole weekend with him. We would love that. <laughs> That'd be really great. So here, say, what do you think about single serving? I packets? I don't understand why you couldn't just put it a tiny Nalgene. Yeah, I guess that's a little heavier. It leaks. It oh leaks. yeah, okay. I have never had one leak. Really, I always had things oh, like yeah. that leak. Okay, I've hmm. never had any well, leak. You got to duct tape it. Reinforcement. No, that's duct tape the cap open. on. But then, how do you yeah. refill it? 
uh, let's not think that deep into it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, all right, Mags, you just went on a backpacking trip, so what's yeah. the deal? Yeah, well, yeah, the reason why I mentioned this backpacking trip, A, it was beautiful, the Mingus Canyon outside of Grand Junction. Wilderness but, area, correct. Yes, a fairly new one. But oh, it's, it's not a study area anymore? It's nope. Nope. full-blown wilderness Salazar. area. Part, part of it is still a study area, mm-hmm. but most a uh, good chunk of it's a wilderness area, the Big D and Little D canyons. Mm. What I like about it, it shows you how state lines are kind of arbitrary. Because you're in Utah, as far as I'm concerned, when you're there. Yeah. Just out of grain. You had the red rocks and the canyons and the desert bighorns and the petroglyphs. And it was just a really great shoulder season hike. You had that Moab feel, like arches and canyon lands without the Moab long drive. Yeah. Without the be- people? Without the people. Yeah, the beginning part of um, Dominguez Canyon had a fair amount. Once you get past the petroglyphs and Big yeah. D, there's no one. Little D and Big Wag- D! Yeah! <laughs> Little D. <laughs> Big, Big Dominguez D. and Little Dominguez. Hey there, boy. Just a really beautiful area. Not many people. Bring a good map because the washes and canyons can get kind of crazy. And How was the water? It was flowing very well because all the recent snow melt. I mean, hmm. it wasn't overly silty, but I'm probably the wrong person That's how the water is. <laughs> What about what about when you were up on the uh, Uncompagre Plateau there? Connecting it was the dry. Canyons? It was dry. Were there any springs up there? Um, there was a spring in the map, but I didn't go to the side area. You didn't go to the spring on the map. Why not? I had enough water. Uh huh. So isn't that like a nine mile carry up there between canyons? Yeah, but it wasn't overly hot. So just... you camped like at water to have I, one I, of the canyons. I'm yeah, just curious I can... about your logistics with. This I water camped just stretch. before you got to the plateau. Uh, nine uh-huh. miles that could really do you. in. It's yeah. rough, man. That's yeah. rough. Is there it's anywhere rough. to cache That's like water Hadoop. on that nine miles? <laughs> <laughs> There's some jeep roads, right? Yeah, you watch on a jeep road. Tab watch. Yeah. So yeah. you could cache some water. Then. You could cache some water. Okay. Whew. Just make sure. Or hike at midnight. Or hike at midnight. Just make sure no one comes by with a sharpie. Nah. Dilo. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, beautiful area. Get a Colorado feel with a Colorado drive. Wait, no, what, what? Get a Colorado feel without a Colorado drive? I mean, drive? I mean the Utah feel. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what's going on. What have you guys been doing before I showed up? Solid here? gold, man. What's Solid going gold. on with you guys? It's all because of Cannonball Creek. Have you been eating uh, the mushrooms? No. No, dude. Have you been eating the mushrooms? I mean, it's mushrooms. We don't too. know what's in this beer, though, necessarily. The mushrooms. All right. You've been there? Yeah. Oh. It's wonderful. Okay, there you go. It was you, super, super muddy up high, though. Did you I couldn't connect, connect them. No, I, just the mud was horrible. But could you maybe squeeze some water out of the mud? Yeah, probably. That's good. Yeah. Mm, cool. You could definitely do that. You could just eat mud. Sounds Sweet. like a great hike, just like Delo's favorite hike coming up Saturday. With Ladies that. and gentlemen, the Boulder Super Slam. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. You know, well, Mags, tell us what's going on with the Boulder Is it going to be like Slam. you and one other person? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, well, well, let's give a little history on this Oh, hike. my gosh, yeah. Well, first, the hike itself. It's 25 miles, roughly. It's all the foothills in the Boulder open space system. Uh, it ends up being 10,000 feet gain, 25 miles. Fairly little hike in a day. It's a fun hike, though, in a weird way. So we tried it in April. It snows. Yeah. We try it again. It snows again. So you don't want to slog. Say, okay, fine. We're going to do it this week. And, oh, fine. It's looking sunny. It's going to dry up. looks great. I can't make it. Got to do this. Got to do that. Turns out no one's going. Yeah, no. P.O.D. and I are going to be out of town for the weekend. D.Lo's going to be planting, like, I don't know, onions or something. Actually, I'm going to be digging holes for boulders. That's D.Lo, you're Boulder skipping. Delivery. You could do that on Sunday. Yeah. No, I can't because Sunday is Mother's Day. He'll be in deep. And? He'll and, be in a hole if he... And I, <laughs> and I, correct, Mags, I will be in a hole if I spend Mother's Day digging holes because my wife is now a mother. And Last year you could have done this. Serious. That's some serious. Yeah. That's some serious. serious. Heavy. Here's how it's true. Enjoy what, like what? watching you through the window, dig some holes. You'd be like, "That's my man out there with his shirt off." Actually, that's kind of what I would think, but no, it doesn't actually work that way. Oh. 
So Mother's I, Day, next man. year. Mother's Day is a big deal if you're it a mom. It is a big deal. Yeah. I Don't know. criticize it. <laughs> <laughs> so, unfortunately, I doubt there'll be a Boulder Super Slam. No coffee and chicken and chocolate for afters. Oh, you man. can do a solo no. hike. Damn hippies. Actually, the la- Mags, it's worth mentioning that the last two times we've tried to do the Super Slam, we've gotten rained out. Yeah. We, yeah. we met at 7 in the morning on a gray dismal day clouds were like socking in the mountains you couldn't even see the mountains and we're like okay here we go let's go on our big 25 mile hike it's a wonderful day to go on a hike and you know we get about to flag five seven miles down the trail and we start to climb back up the shadow canyon before that's beautiful before the burn and now we can't go up that way this year but um start heading up there and then it starts raining and then you get up to uh, south boulder peak there at about eight and a half thousand feet it's foggy and it's snowing (laughs) And then you, you're hiking along at 8,000 feet, and it's snowing and raining and raining and snowing. And then you make it over to the third peak, and by the time you get there, the rain is really just coming down, and it's time to call it a hike. And that's, we've, we've had the, that's happened to us the past two times we've done this. We've done um, about 18, 19 miles. And it was, no, it's more like 15 or 16, I think. No, because remember last year, we decided to go for it. Then we ended up having oh, the that's right, yeah. yeah. Here's the, have you done the Super Slam yet? Uh, technically, I don't think so. Are you doing it with Mags this weekend? No, you can't no. do it on Saturday. Oh. No. Plans on Saturday, so, dude. Okay. Yeah. This Saturday, Digging right? Rock. Oh, that's next Saturday. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so three years ago, I did it with you guys. Yeah, that was a fun. And it was great weather, great everything. Yeah. But what I remember most is that we went to the Taj afterwards for Indian Buffet. All you can eat. And for some reason, I immediately, like, reverted back into thru-hiker mindset and I ate a through hiker's like serving worth of food, and I I left the Taj in so much pain. Yeah, and then the drive home was real oh. painful too. I, f- I felt Windows like down. I felt yeah. like I had on a tuxedo like three sizes too small for like four hours. I just oh, I, I overindulged off food, not beverage. People, food. That's what I remember about the Boulder Super Slam from three years ago. Disco, you got to get a grip, man. <laughs> I'm trying, dude. I'm trying. So, I and my wife's going to be out of town. She's in the Colorado River. So, I guess I'm going to have to find something to do by myself. What if we yo yoed it and hiked for like 24 hey, hours? Hey, straight? oh, hey. Speaking of yo yo. Yeah. Top 10 reasons to yo yo. Number 10. Forgot something at Miss Janet's. Number 9. Someone said you're sure to see a bear the second time through the Smokies. Number 8. Couldn't get a ride out of Baxter. Number seven, <laughs> keeping one step ahead of the law. Number six, got any better ideas? Number five, your mom just called and said your old boss would love to have you back. Oh. <laughs> you think the stick to of it will look really good on your resume. <laughs> Number three, still haven't gotten laid. Number two, you've always been curious about the Sobo's alternative lifestyle. (laughs) And the number one reason to yo-yo. Sure, you've done the AT, but have you ever done the AT on weed? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Yes. I like that, man. So, has anybody in this room ever yo-yoed anything? I'm just curious. Uh, Max? Max, didn't you try to yo-yo the sourdough trail once? Tell us about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my boot delimited. That sounds dumb. The what trail? <laughs> he was on skis. <laughs> and and we, we, a 
we again we missed it this year. I don't know why, but um, I'll give you a, about a ten month old reason. <laughs> <laughs> so we we missed this uh, the sourdough traverse, which is a fifteen mile Nordic ski, ski. Tour. That we usually do. Disco, relax. Relax. Um, We're getting back to the yo-yo. Just take a deep breath, okay? <laughs> okay. All right. So we do this 50-mile ski tour, and it's great. You go up. You gain maybe 2,000 feet for the, maybe the first five miles, six, six, seven miles. And then the rest of the trail is mostly downhill. It's great. Um, and it's a lot more downhill, right? Let's say you gain 2,000 feet to get the first third of the trail done. Then you probably lose... 3,000, 3,500 feet? Yeah. Something mm. like that. 10,000 down a peaceful valley. Yeah. So um, Mags wanted to yo-yo that, which really just to me is preposterous. I mean, it's a great ski tour in one <laughs> direction, but to turn around after you've gotten all the way down and say, I'm going to slog all the way back up, you know, 12 miles back uphill the way that I just came for a 30-mile one-day ski tour, I, it's just Kind of crazy. Well, we ended up going up first and going down. Okay. We got to just about the high point of Brainerd. My boot delaminated. Uh-huh. So we were able to get to the high point about Brainerd, turn yeah. around, ski back. Oh, okay. So that's you, like you 25 up, miles maybe. Wait, so you came up from Peaceful Valley, went all the way to the Red Rock Trailhead or whatever it is? Yeah, right in that general area. And then you went back to the high point of Brainerd? No, no. We started Peaceful, Yeah. went to the high point, Yeah. then turned around. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dila, man, weren't you waiting for it to come at some point? I no, I was actually. He was in the zone. I spaced but, the fact that okay, I would get okay. crickets. But honestly, the, <laughs> but the way you mean a yo-yo, I don't think any of us have done a yo-yo yeah. as far as a long. No, trail. sir. I, like I said, I've always been I ready to go home. I have run up to the top of Trappers and back. No, 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 no. Doesn't, doesn't count. count. Doesn't what about Ring the Peak? Wasn't there talk of a Ring the Peak trail yo-yo at some no, point? There really wasn't. Because, okay. What is the uh, ring? We're gonna do a Mobius yeah, strip, yeah. you know, so it's infinite. Yeah. Um, I haven't done a yo-yo, but I did also want to report that I did. I do have the FKT for Moreno to uh, Mount Laguna. You yourself have the FKT? Not, I, I, not possible. There's no FKT listed for that segment. <laughs> the main there's one up here, back ones. Yeah, yeah. FKT listed. for those who don't know, Disco fastest known time. All right. I guess it's time for Dilo's favorite segment now. <laughs> And now it's time for <laughs> Disco's Tip of the Month. Wow. D-Lo, are you all right, man? Not really, dude. He's flushed. <laughs> he looks red. Now. All right. I'm about to lay it on you, and this is a real controversial topic. But, you know, we've been having a lot of rain lately, and it got me to thinking about one of my favorite items to carry on any hike I go on. I know oh, what it no. is. So my Tip of the Month, people is to suck it up and buy yourself an eight-ounce eight umbrella. Uh, D'Lo, you're an umbrella hiker. I'm an umbrella hiker. You POD, you're an umbrella hiker. You know raise why? the roof. Mags, raise the umbrella. I am not an umbrella and, and hiker. Here's a, I embrace the wet. Here's a, you don't even carry rain gear, right? It's debatable. Okay. Mags <laughs> also chooses not to uh, pitch a tarp or a tent on rainy nights. He just <laughs> turns over. <laughs> well, skin, skin's waterproof, right? Well, so is your down bag for maybe five minutes. <laughs> no, I, you know? I'll, sometimes I get lazy and just burrito wrap it, and it's good. So let me <laughs> my my umbrella history actually predates to my first through hike of the AT in 1999 when nobody was carrying umbrellas, Dude. and I I got so much ridicule on that hike. The best was a lady in the Smokies at a shelter who for five minutes lectured me on why carrying an umbrella on a through hike wouldn't work, and then asked me to borrow my umbrella <laughs> so she could go. Walk through the rain to the privy. Wow, Dilo, can you uh, can you fill me up, bro? Is that the um, Saison? 
Yeah, let me give you an update. Sweet. Can I give you an update? Yeah, let's uh, hold on. Let me finish my tip of the month, oh, and then, and then okay. we'll update it. So anyway, you know what? Here's here's what I do. Here, here's my rain gear. I carry a six ounce jacket and an eight ounce umbrella. I got fourteen ounces, and here's the best part: I stay warmer than anybody who's got a fourteen ounce rain jacket. Let me tell you why. Convection, people. Convection. When you're, you're saying spellbound. I know. When <laughs> tell me more. I'm, I'm gonna lay it on you. When, when you're walking through the rain all day with just a rain jacket on, you've got cold water that's landing on your shoulders and chest all day, and it is slowly zapping the heat from your core. And even though you are dry, you're becoming colder and colder all day. Now, if you have an umbrella, it's essentially like carrying a tent, a small tent over your head. So I'm staying warmer. I'm staying probably drier because there's no chance of you know, a jacket leaking because the rain's not even hitting my jacket. It's hitting the umbrella. And best part, I can take a snack break underneath the umbrella in pouring rain and not get wet. You'll notice people that wear the rain jackets, they put their head down. They march for hours on end. Who they wants don't to take, take breaks. Who wants to take a break in the rain when you've got just, mags? Trees. I mean, trees. You know, do you take breaks at anybody? I do. Okay, even when it's pouring rain? I, I've been known to take breaks in the trail. Do your legs get wet when you sit down for your break? Does your umbrella cover your legs? I, I actually, like, scooch in underneath uh, the whole thing, man. I've got a patented technique. It's yeah. true. It looks like a praying mantis. <laughs> <It's>, okay. <laughs> yeah, especially back east. But anyway, you know, I'm not knocking the non-umbrella carries. I'm just trying to justify, once again, 14 years later, why I still carry an umbrella and always have you know, one. What umbrella, what umbrella weighs eight ounces? So there's actually two. Um, the Golite Chrome Dome, and I do actually recommend a silver umbrella. Oh, we've got one in the studio. I brought mine. That's actually the EuroSherm Swing Light Flex Trekking <laughs> Umbrella. It, and actually, the company that uh, manufactures those is in Germany, and they also make the Golite Chrome Domes and the Golite Umbrella. And there's no lighter option. We can't nope. get too much into gear, though, right now, guys. I know. We're not. We're not. Anyway, that's my tip of the month. Get, if, if you haven't tried an umbrella, give it a try. If you hate on umbrellas, quit hating. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So we are now drinking the Foray Noir. This is the Belgian Saison. It is the Sean Foray Noir. Ah. No, just kidding. Yes, it is the uh, yes, the Belgian Saison. A complex aroma reminiscent of chocolate-covered cherries. Cherries. This wow. delicate ale boasts flavors of cherries and citrus fruits hmm. with a crisp, dry finish. Don't be afraid of the dark. <laughs> What's the alcohol content? Come on, you cut off my sinister laugh. Six point six. Oh wow! Okay. I thought it was a little, a little steeper, but. Don't be afraid of the hmm. dark, says the Princess of Darkness. Cool. You guys are dark beer fans. Like, what? what what's really. your What's your opinion? I'm not a dark beer fan. I'm I'm not a big dark beer fan. I don't but, mind but them. I, but this is kind of tart. I think that's the cherry thing coming in. I actually like it. It's it really good. Tart. Yeah. Well, I like it. I'm generally not a uh, dark beer this gal. Is, this is my favorite. The first yeah. two we've tried. I'm, right. ex- I'm excited for the mind bender. So we're gonna be. We've still got another beer to try. Yeah, we do. It's gonna get ugly. Speaking Thanks of to Cannonball Creek Brewing Company. <laughs> Dilo's doing his voices, man. Get, I'm, get excited for, I'm excited for the mind bender. <laughs> <laughs> that one has the mushrooms. In. Oh, dude, we were at a Colorado Rockies game yeah. like oh, two weeks yes. ago, and there was a guy that would give you a run for your money with yes. that voice. 
Really? Wow. Oh yeah, he w- and he was cheering for the Tampa Bay Rays, which got you know, I didn't like that because yeah. Rock. But, but they lost. They so lost, so it was all good. But he had this gravelly like, "Get on the trail!" Like that whole voice. And he was man. yelling, "Get on the trail!" It was really weird. Yeah, it was weird at the at the baseball. But game, I think huh? it was you. Huh. We're gonna get into shout-outs, but first, first for our first time ever, we're gonna do a little trail show mailbag. How about how about a little music? I know this. Yeah, we're. we're Dude. We don't have a lot of music to choose from. <laughs> what is this? Oh, we don't have a lot of royalty-free music to choose from. So anyway, we're recycling. We're green friendly. Live with it. So we got a box in the mail from Andy McNabb, and uh, he writes in his letter: "Dear Trail Show, you'll be happy to know that after hearing about your show from Gossamer Gear, I have become a faithful listener. I now look forward to every show because I laugh, I cry. It's better than cats." <laughs> Even though I, d- I don't think we'll ever agree on your usual choice in beer, IPAs over my 72 Chevette motor oil, don't criticize it. No, I have decided don't criticize. I have decided to donate to the cause. However, since I am currently too broke to make a considerable cash donation, I opted to do what I thought was a little schwacking in the contribution category, if you will. We will. We will. Do we always have to say we will after somebody says if you, you will? You don't. We will. Perhaps some might even call this the future of donating. I contemplated <laughs> I contemplated sending fried chicken and coffee, but decided it wouldn't keep well on the voyage here from the lowlands of Norfolk, Virginia. I also came to the same conclusion for beer and liters of soda, so after much mindful and meaningful consideration... Wait, I, wait, wait, hold on. Is this, this for this real? This is a real this letter. Did you write this, this, Disco? No. See, this, this guy is, listens to the trailer show is a lot, Andy, wow. Andy McNabb from Norfolk, Virginia. He's saying wow. every one of my catchphrases. Yeah. This is kind of cool. So, so he writes, I also came to the same conclusion for beer and liters of soda, so after much mindful and meaningful consideration, I have decided to send some socks, as they still <laughs> seem to be the only thing missing on your cafe press shop. <laughs> you can find all our other stuff at cafepress.com slash the trail show only to find out the AT episode that I had been beaten to the punch that'd be by Chris Kalkle why didn't you warn me Curtis Ware I think he meant Chris Kalkle but you know it's all good anyway as a semi unofficial donor I wouldn't want to deprive Delo of the ob- <laughs> obligatory ask a hiker question so the obvious answer of beer aside, what are your luxury items that you take with you on the trail with a blatant disregard for their weight? Oh. Thanks in advance for your answers, and keep up the good work. Cheers, Annie McNabb. P.S. By the way, I do like your motto, but personally I think I would have to modify it slightly by saying, less gear in your turban so there's room for more bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> Lame, I know. But you try coming up with some ty- something that rhymes with bourbon and still makes sense. Anyway, Andy, thank you so much for wow. the letter. That was and awesome. And for the socks. Somebody somebody, open up that box and pr- pass it around. He sent us some darn tough socks, which, oddly enough, I've never owned a pair of darn tough socks. Chris swears by them, don't you? But, yes, um, yes. They're warranted for life or something like that. Yeah, right? so th- that's what the noodleheads told me. Yeah. They're darn tough. So yeah. I'm not going to lie. Lifetime guarantee. You can mail them back when you wear them out. I already broke. I already took two pairs aside for myself, and I've actually already been wearing them. And um, you know, I might try mine. I think they're a little big for my foot, but I'll try them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, the, the XLs are perfect for me. I have a size. And for the hearsay, uh, yeah, perfect. Did, did you get a pair? I guess of he got didn't, myself a pair. He didn't know that. Who's Andy McNabb? 
Uh, Dilo and Max are actually Italian. Uh, yeah, and I actually have a size, uh, a men's size six foot. Um, so, so wearing these size twelve, <laughs> so these size twelves are going to be a little big on me. He's going to be swimming. Just put it down there. I sent Andy some trail show stickers, yeah. just as a little thank you. And while we're doing the mailbag, real quick, I got an email from Glenn Van Pesky. Do we get to answer Andy's question, or is we'll, it a- we'll answer it in Ask a Hiker? Okay. Um, I got an email from Glenn Van Pesky. Actually, we were at Glenn's house, um, leaving the kickoff. We stayed the night there. Glenn went and ran a, a half marathon, and we were sleeping in. And all of a sudden, I got an email from Glenn, and he writes, So I'm standing around here at the parking lot, stretching out for the Foxy Trail half marathon, and a guy sees my Gossamer Gear hat and asks if I'm the former owner of Gossamer Gear. We get to talking, and I mention that Disco and PRD are at the house. And he says he's a huge fan of the trail show. He loves popping a beer and listening to the podcast. He says it's like sitting around talking with hiking buddies. His name is Aaron. Small world. Shout out to Aaron, uh, trail show listener there in Southern California. That was a really cool email to get. How do those socks fit, uh, d way too big for him. Those are too big. Yeah, that's, you got a size 6. You're wearing a You've got like a 12. reservoir yeah, tip on, on your heel. <laughs> yeah. Do I have a reservoir tip on my heel? Not really. Anyway, Glenn, thanks for sharing that email, they're, they're and shout big. out to Aaron. Yes. All right. Woo. GVP. We've got some beer and bandwidth donators that we need to uh, we do. recognize, if you will. We I will, will. right now. Uh, we have Timothy Harrell. Who has donated before, and he has the Tower of Eden website. Big ups, Tim. Yeah, and forgive me, I don't know the website offhand, but I do know that if you go to Facebook and look for Tower of Eden, his Facebook page will come up. It's pretty cool. Uh, Bobby Walters, again. Super fan. Super fan. Super fan. Yeah, she's getting to the uh, Curtis Ware level. Oh, she's past Curtis yeah, Ware, man. We has. haven't heard from Curtis Ware yeah, in Curtis months. Ware, you're, you're out. In you're fact, <laughs> if you're ever in Colorado, Bobby... You can be a guest panelist. Oh. Oh, yeah. Come on. She's she, planning a through hike next year, right? Hike in the what? AT. Hike in the AT. Look out for Hanover. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It's going to be a long uh, Yeah. Long Jeff Hester. Jeff. Jeff, Jeff Hester of SoCalHiker.net. I got to meet him at the kickoff. Really nice guy. Pretty yeah. cool website. Check like it out. Really good website. Uh, Vanessa and Nathan, the current PCT through hikers that walked up and handed us ten dollars, and and they need that for their through hike, and they still wanted to contribute. We should send it to back the to them when they get to Stahican so they can get a cinnamon roll. Oh, I like uh, that. Yeah. Andy McNabb for the darn tough socks and the lovely letter. Thanks, Andy. Chris Kankel, he sent some. Megs, why don't you tell? You're better at this sort of artistic description. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this is just an amazing gift. They're original AT galvanized steel markers, not replicas. Right. Actual markers from the AT back in the day. Almost 30 years old, right? Almost 40. They're from mid 70s. Oh, they, my God. They were at the wow. basement of the old ATC headquarters, and somehow he got a hold of them. Huh. It was given to them. I forget the whole, it was a big, long story, but they're the original. Markers never used on the trail, but made for the trail. Yeah, it's a galvanized steel. They're they're just awesome. It's like um, yeah. unbelievable. a piece of trail history. Really. Yeah. Unbelievable. So gift. We, we each got one of those. And Diane Pinker. Yeah, Diane. Thank so you. So those were our trail donations for the month. So thank yeah. you all to all of you guys. You helped. And keep gals. The show. And if we missed anybody, which we might have, we we'll make have. sure to give you a shout out on Facebook. That's right. Right, Dilo. Correct. Cool. Mags. There's some kind of a contest we're going to be doing. Yeah, we're 
going with our trail a month. We got some wonderful, wonderful Colorado Trail swag from Yogi of PCTHandbook.com fame. Thank you, Yogi. So she gave three different gift packs. One's a book, the two books for the town guide and the trail guide. One's a bandana. Wow. Oh, yeah. yeah and and they- one is like the prize. It's the books, it's the postcards, and the bandana all in one package. No, oh, this nice. is a bandana from Yogi. It's not one of your used collection. <laughs> it was salt stains and everything. <laughs> these are <laughs> these are unused <laughs> CDT bandanas. CDT through hikers. Yeah, the Colorado, Colorado Trail bandanas. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's Colorado. Tra- this is all Colorado Trail theme, oh, yeah. and it's really cool. And she's also donating some for the CDTC um, crowd um, funding campaign as well. Cool. But what we're doing for the trail show, we're doing a contest. It's some amazing swag and. Typical yogi, she broke it out really nice and packaged it. Oh, cool. Write us via our Facebook page why you want to do the Colorado Trail and why you should have this gear. Hearsay. Are, aren't you planning a Colorado Trail? Uh, I come and go every day. <laughs> okay, okay. Yesterday I thought, you, no. you might be able to win. Actually, I think you're disqualified. Because yeah. as a guest panelist. As a guest panelist. Yeah. Sorry, man. Kind of right, play. Yeah. But, you know, write us on our Facebook page or either directly or whatever. And just tell us why you want to do the Colorado Trail and we'll judge it when, uh, winners one through three. We'll announce it on our June show. Okay, just in time Thank for the college trail. Thank you, Yogi. Trail. What what, um, quali- what characteristics are we going to be looking for in the entries? To it could be all it's over. It's going to be arbitrary. Max Ar- is just going to pick. Yeah, arbitrary. I mean, it could be funny. But you got to sell sell mags That's on why right. you, you want to hike the CT yeah. and why why this swag would work for you. Yeah, convince tell us. him. And keep in mind that he is. A guide with Andrew Skirk. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, that yeah. boy. You can't Matt, just write anything. And Matt has also it. written the uh, off-the-cuff uh, town guide to the CT. That's right. That's right. So, I mean, and, and if I may continue to plug myself. You yeah, may. I wrote a section lightweight backpacking <laughs> for the Colorado Trail Guide. Yeah. Oh. So, so you are like You've got some expertise here. Affiliated with the Colorado Trail. Yeah, I know Bill Manning reasonably well. Have you yo-yoed it? I've never yo-yoed oh. it. Oh, well, in that Sorry. case, um, you know, yeah, well, I'm not you're nobody the, to us. I'm not the expert. I'm just someone, <laughs> some schmuck who's hiked it. Do you have the fastest known time record for I the don't. Colorado Trail? Right, I'm a nobody. You could set it for the yo-yo. Disco, That'd be disco, Sean Pepper Pa. Yes. But did, Disco, Corey. didn't you go for the FKT one, time, one year? No. <laughs> but yes, write, write us... Convince us why you need the swag, and we'll announce it in June. Just in time for people about to do the Colorado Trail. I so, will. Cool. No, you won't, because you, <laughs> you can't write us. <laughs> okay, great. Oh. When we come back, we're going to talk about the CDTC fundraiser. Last gear in your turban, so there's room for more bourbon. The Trail Show. <laughs> with 40,000 trail miles. Disco, the Princess of Darkness, Mags, and Dilo. Today's show is sponsored by the Continental Divide Trail Coalition. The <laughs> Continental Divide Trail Coalition is a 501c3 national nonprofit organization formed by passionate members of the trail show community and working to be the leading voice in advocacy, stewardship, and protection for the CDT. CDTC is launching the new organization 
through an inspiring crowdfunding campaign to generate startup support for their most pressing tasks ahead and invites you to visit www.continentaldividetrail.org to learn more about how you may support, participate, and share their campaign and efforts. We hope you'll support them and the CDT because in the words of the Princess of Darkness and apparently Gandhi, if not now, when? And if not us, then who? And speaking of the CDTC, Mags, when is the, the, the party? Well, there's a crowdfunding campaign fundraiser, May 22nd, Golden, Colorado, at the American Mountaineering Center. Starts at 6 o'clock. Oh, nice. That, Six yeah. to... Eight-ish. Eight. And there's yeah. going to be free 10-minute massages there, yes. correct? Yes. There'll be some, uh, I believe, Colorado Native loggers donating beer in kind, so... Oh, I'm going to be there. Yeah. Sweet. And if you don't get enough beer, you can head up the street just a few blocks to Cannonball Creek Brewing Company. There you go. And have a few tasty treats up there. Matter of fact, we just cracked the third growler. What is the third growler? That's right. What is it, It's awesome. Dilo, what is the third growler? The Mind Bender. IPA. (laughs) That's correct. The Mind Bender IPA. Can I try that one more time? Sure. Please do. Mind Bender. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, I feel like my mind just got bent. Really? Me too. It's kind of like we just cracked the Mind Bender. You know what? I I really like the solid gold, but I am an IPA fan fan and uh, i gotta say this is delicious the mind bender has assertive notes i like that it's assertive it is i appreciate i appreciate assertiveness in all aspects of my life assertive notes of grapefruit and pine balanced by american two-row pale and munich malts nice munich Wow, this Munich. is... We say it in the United States. We say Munich. We're not in the United States right now. We're in the historic beer district. We're in the People's Republic of Boulder. We're oh, in the uh, oh, if you want to be correct, then you say München. Because <laughs> that's how the Germans say it. München. Cannonball Creek Brewing Company is awesome. These beers have been great, and we can't thank them enough. So if you go over there, make sure you uh, tell them that you heard about them from us. And, yes. And yeah. speaking of Cannonball Creek Brewing Company... Yeah. I hear something going on there. Oh, that's correct. May 30th from 6 to 8 p.m., right? What's happening, Max? It's our first ever trail show meetup. You can meet the trail show crew. Wait a minute. What does that entail? Um, You show up. You say, you know, you see the two very tall people and two short people. That'd be you and I, (laughs) The two giants and the two non-giants. We kind of looked at munchkins and lollipop land. So you notice the people with the extremely small feet, the size six male. and oversized <laughs> socks. They'll be barefoot. Look for those guys. So, so check this out. So the way this is going to go down: Thursday, May thirtieth. Correct, Mags. That is correct. All right, from six to eight p.m., we're going to be in the back corner of Cannonball Creek Brewing Company. And by uh, that we mean the bathroom. No, we, <laughs> you, you'll, you'll see a bunch of hiker trash all gathered there, you know. And we're going to be there for at least two hours. We may be there longer. Uh, we probably will. At least yeah. it's hard to say. But anyway, you know, it's a good after work deal. Come down to Golden. It's halfway between Denver and Boulder, roughly. So we want anybody within the you know Denver Metro Front Range corridor. Heck. Even some West Slope folks drive Western over. West Slope people represent. Don't represent. forget Wyoming. Don't forget Wyoming. Yeah, come on, Laramie. Come on, Cheyenne. Come Kansas, on, Kansas. Kansas. Oakland. Ghana. New Seattle, Mexico. Ghana. <laughs> Taos. We're going international <laughs> with this thing. So May 30th, 6 to 8 p.m., Cannonball Creek Brewing Company in Golden, Colorado. Be there or be left behind we're gonna have stickers we're gonna have some swag we will have swag we'll have some stickers and you'll get a chance to drink some delicious beer people 
Some scrumptious beer. That's I like correct. It. And I'll say, just look for the 7-Eleven. That's an easy landmark to find it. Right off, off Highway 90. 93. But please do not park in front of the 7-Eleven. I was going to no. say that. Whatever please, you please, do, please, 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 please. Whatever please. you do, don't park, park in somewhere front else. of the 7-Eleven. I'm going to do an early plug for the 2013 Alta West <laughs> Gathering, people. <laughs> this year in a brand new venue, Camp Augusta in Nevada City, California, home of Henry Shire's Tarp Tent. Oh. Boom. And, and whoa, they allow alcohol. That's the rumor. Now, nothing has been confirmed. Not that that's ever stopped anyone before, <laughs> it but it's, it'll be easier. Well, ho- before everybody chimes in, so Camp Augusta, Nevada City, California, September 27th through the 29th. It's the American Long Distance Hiking Association West. The all things hiking event, including slideshows, panel discussion, hands on demonstrations, hiker Olympics, gear raffle, soccer game. Featuring the Did trip- they put soccer game on there? No, I, I just added okay. that in. Featuring the Triple Crown Award and the Martin Papendick Award. Who what? For, for more information, including registration, visit autowest.org. What's up with the Papendick? Do you guys oh. do you guys know that reference? No. no. I bet Mags does. Oh, I don't. I was, I was just as confused. He was raising his hand to ask the question, what is the Papendick Award? <laughs> okay, yeah. I actually know. Because yeah. I, I'm, I'm Triple Crown Awards coordinator currently, and I was at last year's award. I've been to a couple of them now. So the Martin Papendick Award is given to a trail angel on the PCT. Now, who is Martin Papendick? So apparently this guy, Martin Papendick, sometime in the late 50s, I think 1959, people were able to piece together through some newspaper articles and through some other media that he was actually the first person to through-hike the PCT. What about Eric Rybeck? Now, it's widely known that Eric Rybeck threw hiked the PCT in the early 70s. However, kind of unofficially, this gentleman, Martin Papendick, it's kind of been pieced together that he actually did a through hike of what is now the Pacific Crest Trail in the late 50s. Whoa. But that's unofficial. Controversy. You know, that's yeah. it could be a little controversy, Mags. Dude. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's what I've always said. It, anyway. It's like the Boy Scouts or oh, Earl Schaefer. Yeah. Same yeah. thing. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, what the Boy Scouts hiked the AT before El Schaefer? Well, some Boy Scouts claim they did. What, like in the, the 30s. whole way, like a group of Boy Scouts, yeah. or they like? Uh, it's very controversial. There's no way Boy Scouts through hike the AT. I'm, I'm just saying they claimed I've seen it. Their cast iron they carry. Yeah. Crickets, guys. Time to move on. <laughs> All right, sweet. <laughs> so I hope I hope that you, you're getting out your pencils because we're throwing a lot of info at you, and I'm about to throw another. New first for the trail show. Oh, oh, whoa. We will be offering our first ever the trail show bonus show in late May. With what's the focus, Disco? All right, all right. So here here's the pitch. For the extremely low cost of one dollar and ninety-nine cents, you will be able to go to iTunes and download one hour of nothing but gear talk. You've asked for it, you've demanded it, some of you whined about it. Here's your chance to get a trail show about gear. Are we allowed and, to drink beer at the same time? And it's Absolutely. going to be after okay. we have consumed three growlers. <laughs> so, so you just heard Mags right, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be a gear-centric show where we talk about gear we love, gear we hate, and everything in between, including our constant ridiculing of each other's most cherished gear. Get ready for a trail show like none you've ever heard before. The trail show does gear. More info will be posted on our Facebook page, so keep an eye out. Now, real quickly, I want to say a disclaimer. We're going to continue to do the free monthly show, just as we've always been doing it. 
This is something that's a bonus. If you want it, you can get it for $1.99. If you don't, that's okay. The free shows will continue. Keep listening to the show. No, no harm, no foul. It's just we don't do gear shows normally, so we thought we would. You know, we told you in January we'd be doing a little, some stuff to be a little bit different this year. So this is it, man. We're going to do our first bonus show. We'll see how it goes, D-Lo, you know? See, I'm actually, I I, I think this is a great idea and everything, but I I personally think that our show should maybe be taking a turn towards being more (laughs) gear-centric. You know, I think so, because our (laughs) listeners, we should discuss titanium pots, Kuban fiber pack rafting. This is really interesting stuff. Yeah, Kuban fiber pack rafting. Kuban. Well, D-Lo, maybe this will be the first step in that direction, sir. You know what? Maybe I'll just start my own podcast talking about gear. You know, I'll just hang out down here in my basement and talk to myself about gear. (laughs) I think we should do a podcast. It's a fantastic idea. You know, I'm going to co-opt that. I'm going to do a podcast about nothing but stoves. Oh, geez. So anyway. You and Mad Monty. (laughs) Anyway, stay tuned to our Trail Show Facebook page. Uh, We'll put some info up about this bonus show in the next two weeks or so. All right. Film reviews. Mags, we watched High Sierra, A Journey on the John Muir Trail. Yeah, I I stumbled upon it. It was on a – the links are on a Facebook page, by the way. It was free on a PBS station. It's apparently – I thought it was done in one shot, but it's actually over a few years. One group through hiked it. And then the people who produced it through Hector and year for establishing shots. Then they came back to the parks to get the commentary from... Oh, what was Poindexter? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Shelton Johnson. Have you ever seen oh. Ken Burns' park special? I knew it was him. Yeah. I told P.O.D. that I was like, you know what? Now that I think about it, that's actually a rather famous park ranger. He's extremely famous. Yeah. And he looked like Poindexter there, but you see other pictures of him. He, <laughs> he dressed as a buffalo soldier. He looked pretty badass when he oh, did really? that. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. So, um, and you may know the producers are from Cirque Video. They did Trek. Remember that movie a few years ago? Shrek. Shrek? <laughs> oh my God! Never yeah, heard. Shrek they was fantastic. Shrek. There was like three or four Shreks, wasn't <laughs> yeah. there? Always funny. Shrek. Trek. Shrek, dude. <laughs> yeah, the guy, the green guy with the two <laughs> snorkel things on Try his head. Trying not to yell. My son's sleeping up directly above your head. Oh, okay. No, Trek. The child that is Leo. Leo. He's sleeping Leo. up there. Okay. I'll be quiet. Trek. <laughs> okay. That's how we did news first. Hearsay, did you watch this movie? No. Okay, so we didn't send you a link. Never so heard of the PCT it, either. Okay. I'll, I'll, yeah, be, no. I'll be honest with everybody. I made it to about minute 21. Did you, did you bail? <laughs> P.O.D. I was so tired. I couldn't, I couldn't stay awake. P- P.O.D. was going to fast forward, but she was too tired to actually stand up and fast forward. So we watched the whole thing. How did you guys like it? Is that a bad review right there? You know, we really made fun of it. At first, to be completely honest, we, we were making fun of it because they're like, oh, my God, we did eight miles today. And, and you know, we came to the conclusion that um, they weren't eating the right kinds of food. If, yeah. When they showed their bear cancer, they're eating, like, two granola bars, a cliff bar, and, like, dinner. Like, that was it. That's yeah. not enough food. And um, Four bars and dinner does not work. Especially there are, like, late teens, early yeah, 20s. Yeah. And I was being pretty critical of the whole thing. To be honest, I was maybe I was in a bad mood. I don't know. You're but you're not normally critical I know, of things. I'm normally <laughs> so the princess nice. of lights. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not very critical. But oh, man. I was as I was driving to work today. I had this thought that like, or maybe it was while I was running that, like their journey is completely different than mine, and I have zero interest in hiking the John Muir Trail. But they they went through all the same things that we've all been through, where 
you feel like your body's being pushed and you're tired and you feel beat up and you're hungry and they kept going. And they're high schoolers. They're high school kids. Like, a little bit older if yeah. you had beers at the end. Well, that doesn't mean they weren't in high school. But anyway. <laughs> True. Um, I don't know. I, and it, you know, after giving it some, some space and thinking about it a little bit more, I just thought, you know, they actually went through all the same things that we've been through. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what their journey was. Yeah. May I? Deloke. I may? You, you may. may. Thanks, guys. I, you know, I, I didn't make it through. Not, I, I barely made it halfway through the movie. Um, I really liked Poindexter, by the way. I thought he was great. Oh. Shelton oh. But I, I think the, awesome. story, the story is pretty sweet. It was some, some high school kids just out of high school, whatever they were, going out. They, I don't think they lived in California. They went across the country to California, and they hiked, most of them hiked 220 miles. That's... Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. It's a big story. If it's you live in story. Georgia and you do the JMT, yeah. you're everyone's hero. I think I think it was a pretty oh, yeah. sweet story. Yeah. You know, it's like it's pretty amazing. I think it meant a lot to those guys. And granted, yeah. you know, they may have only hiked eight miles a day. And for us who have you know clocked our own FKTs and hiked like fifty miles a day, <laughs> lots of yo-yo, like yeah. yo-yo, the yeah. CDT a couple times, sourdough like, trail in one season. You know, all that stuff. Um, being the badasses that we are, um, <laughs> <laughs> it was still pretty sweet to see these guys and to you know. To hear about their story and to see how stoked they were on what they were doing. You know, I thought it was cool they had this journey. I and mean, that's the bottom line. They yeah, could have been were, watching TV. They could have exactly. been watching a PBS special about the JMT. That's true. They were out there living it. <laughs> yeah. With their laptops. Awesome. True. Good but for you I thought the scenery was gorgeous. Great yeah, So nice cinematography. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was really Phenom. Nice. Can, I, Phenom. can I weigh in here? I, just, I, I think, I think you I may. Can, you may. Thank you. You may. I think I can get this done in a minute or less. So... I've I've been through the the Sierra now three times, and it's one of my least favorite sections of the PCT. Really? Oh, I know. No, I know. no you did I'm, not. I'm, I know. I'm going to uh-uh. catch a lot of flack what? for that. Yeah. Oh, this is how we knew we were meant for each other because I feel yeah. the same way. No, yeah. I love the Sierra. You know what? I'd like to try the the Sierra High Route. There you go. Or a different way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's just too many people on the JMT. Am I for me? Okay. See, when D'Lo and I did it, that's where we first met, by the way, there was hardly anyone out there. It was snow-covered passes. It was, yeah. it was just amazingly beautiful. I mean, 10 days of resupply is one of my highlights of my thru-hiking. Yeah, I just, it's not, I don't know, I think it's overrated, personally. But No. I know. It's I, the range of light. I'd much rather go to the Wind River range. But, Me too. That's how but anyway, I feel. Let, just real quick about the movie. I thought the videography was fantastic. There was a lot yeah. of night shots and... um. Yeah, whoever whoever was working so the cool. camera w- was was really good. I do think that um, um, what's his name Shelton Mags Shelton Shelton Johnson. I, th- I thought I thought he actually detracted from the Agreed. video. Um, there was there was just too much contrast between these goofy high school boys, and then you've got this poetic Poindexter kind of guy, like you know, talking about John Muir. I just thought the contrast was too great, and I actually thought if they just stuck with the hike and the hikers. It, but maybe that's more of kind of the documentary I'm looking for. So, I, you know, that's just my two cents. I did, you know, I did watch the thing in its entirety. It's free. I'd recommend, like, you know, anybody go check An it hour, out. Yeah. We, we put the link on the Facebook page. And, yeah, check it out. But um, don't get your hopes up. Oh, 57 was, seconds. I was going to say real quick, the reason why they had National Park on it, I know Mark Flagger from Flagger Films. He was yeah. saying sometimes you have to have – Educational portion to see documentaries of film in National Parkland. And another reason it, not to hike in national yeah. parks. It felt like Jim Wolf's oh. guidebooks come to life through <laughs> Poindexter. There, I don't so, know. No, it was so much. poetic and like. Oh, see, it, I kind of liked it, but I, I like waxing the purple sometimes. So there you go. Waxing the what? what? The purple? Pur- you know, purple prose. 
Hey, no. hey, D-Lo, can I get a little more of that mind bender? <laughs> the mind bender. That the mind bender is fantastic. By the way, yes. it's very good. Good yeah. pick. Again, D-Lo Hutch. feels the same. Brian Hutchinson, good pitch. So, pick. anything else to say about JMT, the the movie here? Um, I liked it. Well worth the view. And hey, it's on PBS for free. Yeah. If it, you're going to do the trail, we're, we're watching too. So. It, and if you don't like it, you can get double your money back. That's right. All right. All right. I think it's time to get into some um, to some segments here, especially Dilo's Ask a Hiker, but he's pouring beer. So maybe we'll get into P- P.O.D.'s Ask a She-Hiker. Well, I actually didn't have any specific She-Hiker questions. Um... <laughs> Oh my God! See, Megs, you were right. If we had waited to do trail show trail news last, he, he would have lost it, man. Listen, listen to him. He's lo- he's lost it. Okay, Pod, where were we? Um, I did not have a lot of spe- I didn't have any specific Ask a She Hacker questions. I did have a request from Cat Jimenez, one of my people. That <laughs> from, from Guatemala, yes. oh, Guatemala. That we get one of the we what they, get what they, what another, they. Uh, some more female guest panelists, such as Trainwreck, ah, specifically, yes. uh-huh. so that we could talk about female issues on the trail and you know some more clever responses to what are you girls doing up here on this trail? Hey. All right, it's time for Delos. Ask a hiker. Delo, did you get any questions this month? I have three questions. Question number one is from Evan Klein. Any thoughts on stoves? Recently purchased the Solo stove, a biomass fuel stove. Ugh. Question number one. Does that mean it makes compost? What is biomass? Dude, I have no idea what a biomass (laughs) fuel stove is. You take a dump in it and (laughs) light it on fire. (laughs) It's essentially a wood stove. Use Uh wood pellets. Yeah, biomass or, or rabbit pellets. So, what are our thoughts on biomass fuel stoves? Is this the type of stove where you light it and it also recharges your iPhone? Hey, wait a second. Yes, it is. Wait a second. I think Uh-oh. Hearsay had one of these stoves. Oh, the Bush Bunny. I'm a big and, fan. And that is and a biomass. That's stove. a great name for a st- biomass. Bush Bunny. That's awesome. <laughs> Trail name. Let's and, keep it family friendly here, people. And do you remember Disco that <laughs> whenever we camped with him and he had that stove? He always looked like a freaking miner. A by coal the time miner. He, he was so dirty. <laughs> I didn't carry. He was I, I so dirty and full of soot. Like you had black <laughs> soot all over your face. Like how, what happened with that stove, man? I don't know. You know, burning wood's a little bit dirty. It gets on the pot. You yeah. touch the pot. Oh, so you the travel black. ultralight and then say you use a handkerchief to yeah. pick up the pot. Yeah. Oh, the handkerchief gets covered in soot. You're hiking in the desert. You don't have a lot of water to rinse off. I'm sure Mags is all over this. Well, the biomass stove, it's an open flame. So many areas, Uh, like Southern California right now, probably parts of Colorado. No on-off switch. So you're missing all the hand motions here. Yeah. Um, It's not good. You can't use it. I'm off the trail. So Evan, Maybe this person lives in Vermont. Evan, if I had a biomass fuel stove on the Pacific Crest Trail right now, I'd be off the trail. Yeah. Or I'd be really dirty like you're saying. (laughs) A coal miner. Yeah. Um, and if you want serious answers to gear questions, well, we have a show for it. <laughs> That's right. Coming up, the first ever Trail Show bonus show. Because we could talk about how the Caldera Cone could potentially burn wood and also be safe. All right, man. So you're already, you're already geeking already out on, on gear oh, like yeah. too much. Oh, sorry. Simmer down, man. Sorry this is that. a regular show. Okay, here. wait, Simmer wait, down, wait. Please. Calm down. Let's talk about beer. Okay. Pace yourself. Pace, pace yourself, pace dude. Pacing. Pacing. D-Lo. Where's my music? All right. Are we ready for another question, sir? Yep. Question number two. 
And this is a long one, and I apologize for our listeners who want me to paraphrase things because I ain't going to do it. <laughs> yeah. Dear governing body of the trail show. Wow. I oh. need your 30,000 miles of expertise Ooh. on something. It's those. actually 40,000, but continue. It may be related to all Boy. things trail and beer, and I think your listening audience will appreciate the clarification. Please forgive me, but it has been a few years since I have partaken in any social trails. And I am wondering, hmm. what Ooh. is the current hey, etiquette around town days? I often find my need for a genuine trail experience to interfere with my moral dilemma to uphold the thru-hiker oath. Thou shall not hiker trash, unless an appropriate time and place warrants a hiker trash. For instance, sometimes I want to jam a motel room with 20 of my stinky cohorts, <laughs> but I'm also on a tight budget yeah. here. I... I can't be bothered paying the $10 per, per additional bed fee. You feel me? And yeah, yeah I yeah. may hang around that laundromat all day wearing nothing but my translucent rain gear. I'm comfortable <laughs> with my tan lines, but am I blurring the line of decency? And forgive me, but I got needs. I'm probably going to hit the AYCE buffet long before the thought of showering crosses my mind. If my crotch fog steams up the room, am, oh, I to be, <laughs> yeah. am I to be held accountable? I mean, the air-conditioned floor of the post office lobby has always been the ideal place to sort out my resupply. Why the stink guy? Please, Trail Show, show me the way to perfect trail town harmony. That's from oh, Pepper. That was beautiful. Oh, that, that clearly was that a yeah, I was about to yeah. say, either you wrote that or somebody in the know wrote yeah. that. That's D-Lo a, would never that. give fake questions. Uh, of Does course Pepper not. Paul have like 40,000 miles himself? Maybe. I know, right? That was just yeah. last year. Pepper, wow. thank Pepper, thank you for that yeah. question. Well That's done, a sir. Fantastic Pepper, question. Pepper, we know um, that you live among the Amish, so we know <laughs> that you should feel... Am I starting to slur my speech? <laughs> okay, let me start again. Pepper, we know that you live among the Amish, so we know that you're exposed to their level of decency in the world, and therefore you wouldn't write such a concerned letter without really holding that decency close to your own heart. So I think the answer really is is within your own mind. You really know what the answer is. The answer is that there is that fine line. And if you're the only hiker in town, well, you probably shouldn't, like, find 20 random people to put them in your hotel room. To <laughs> house, you know? um, and maybe it yeah. wouldn't kill you to, like, you know, you got you spent the 100 bucks in a motel room to take a shower first before you start rolling around town. But he's really hungry. I mean, he's been thinking about a burger for five days straight. So here's what Control. you do. Here's what you do. When you're hitching into town, uh-huh. you put on your rain gear and you put on some sunscreen. Because the rain oh. gear and the, the sunscreen covers up the odor, and the rain gear hides it even more. No, my rain gear smells bad. <laughs> well, you got your own problems. You got other problems. <laughs> <laughs> smells bad. And right? it's translucent rain gear, so how are you going to get a hitch? Well, you're wearing Ooh, your clothes underneath or no? Yeah, that's a good point. So put on the sunscreen, because the sunscreen acts as a deodorant. Um, it'll cover up some of the smell. <laughs> what if you're wearing while? the Sierra Designs Cloud shirt and pants? You're going to see right through uh, that. That's gear talk. I'm sorry. Gear I'm talk. too early. Sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Pepper pot. Pepper. So, you know, I think, I think the answer is within your own heart, Pepper. <laughs> so wow. you cave into the wow. man? Well, I mean, you, you, you know, you take a little, you give a little, right? So you go in and you hit that bar, and you hit the bar at 11, right? Yeah. When nobody's there. And you get your f- big fat burger and your fries, and you have a beer, and then you go get that motel room. And then you shower, and you kind of do your thing. So you, you give and take. You don't just kind of roll into the, uh, to the bar at 5 at night, 6 at night, when, you know, it's, you don't roll into... Uh, the all-you-can-eat restaurant at 6 at night, 7 at night, when there's a bunch of families there on a Saturday night, 
and uh, you just walked like 100 miles and you haven't showered in five or six days. Yeah. What we haven't addressed is hiking in the Himalayas. You walk right through a town. What's that like when you're filthy? You can't hop in the hotel and clean yourself off. That's true. You got to eat amongst different, the locals. Different cultures are different, though, right? I mean, yeah. I think like in you know in South America or the Himalayas, you know. Did you say South America? Yeah, that's that New England thing. <laughs> South America or the Himalaya. They had uh, they had R's on the things that end with A. Uh, yeah, like soder. Soder. Yeah. I think <laughs> if you're in more of a third world environment, then it's probably all right. A little more forgiving. It's more forgiving. It's funny. You it's interesting. You mentioned the whole post office thing and this is something that disco and i have had some disagreements on yeah because i like sorting out my mail drop in the post office it's air conditioned it's quiet there's no one in there you can have a little corner to yourself it's disrespectful and he's always like what are you doing next thing i know you're gonna be clipping your toenails in here (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know i'm i'm super i'm on the the opposite end of the spectrum i'm super self-conscious about hiker trashing up in a public place like I'd rather go, you know, behind the post office and do it there as opposed to like inside the post office with, you know, locals walking by me all the time. I know, I know, right? You know, I'm anal about that. But POD's the other way. If she had her, her way, she would if she had her way with me. No, if she had her way, she I would do. just like take open the box, dump it right in the middle of the the lobby <laughs> right floor. The That's not what I said. I said the corner. Okay. The corner, then. Grab one of those tables in a big modern post office when nobody's there. I, yeah. I don't really see that as being really the end of the world. See, my it's leave no trace. It's that whole thing, you know. I like. I don't even want people to know that I'm doing something different. Well, right? they know by. Looking I want to be you. incognito. You need to make man. an impact on the world. Let them know you stink. Let them know what you're doing, and they'll admire you later. Mags, hmm. did you have a comment? I, Go ahead I if do. you'd like. I, I, I would like to. Thank you. <laughs> I would say it's about being respectful. Yeah, you know, we are guests. We are ambassadors of the trail. If you will. Unless yeah. we're incognito. Trail ambassador. Yeah, that's right. Alda East <laughs> has wonderful endangered services campaign. And its tagline was don't be an you know, don't be an animal. Okay. Uh, you know, when you're in town, behave uh, yourself. Yeah. Always say please, always say thank you. Yeah. Don't act entitled. Great. You walk from California all through California. Big whoop. These people who work here, this is their town. And, and don't peel off the bandages from your festering blisters like on the post office floor yeah. in front of, you know, yeah. dur- during at 3 p.m. on a Wednesday. You know, Some just... people wanted to see my toenail, okay? <laughs> <laughs> at least wipe the soot off your face before you watch the video. <laughs> at the very least, just clean and, it here, off. Here's my pet peeve, too. Okay, you save all this money. You, you absolutely want your burger and fries. Yeah. Tip decently. These people depend upon tips, especially in small mountain All right. towns. Let's, let's call it out, man. 20% minimum. Yeah. I, I want to throw stinky. this out there. I've been surrounded all my life by people who do not tip well. Not and me. I, I'm not naming any names. I'm just saying, yo, let's talk, about, let's talk about an actual percentage or number here. If you're on trail and you're eating at a restaurant, I want this is my trail tip, my second trail tip of the month. I want you to throw down a twenty percent tip. You're probably a little stinky even if you just shower because our clothes smell. They're working hard. It's a limited season in these mountain towns, and they're they're usually college students or that's their job. Just tip well. I yeah. always tip well. Yeah, yeah. and but here's the thing. There have that, been times when I haven't tipped well, but I always tell the server why. Well, and here's the yeah. thing. There's you, a, do it really be, you don't do it to be cheap though. No. No. Yeah. And that's there's a, a, that's the difference. There's yeah. a lot of hikers out there that are on a budget. And I get that, but... No one's forced you by that burger and berry. either. Here's the thing. If you tip 20%, you can feel good about it because I can guarantee you that a hiker 
maybe before you the day before or two days before tipped like five percent or maybe even nothing so you know don't be don't get hung up on 20 percent. just throw it down don't think about it hike out you know and you know and don't spend the night in a hotel exactly yeah save save money elsewhere or order one less beer it's it's okay question number three <laughs> Whoa. Wow, okay. He's Question a, number three. He said it's a mind bender. As a relatively new, or should I say renewed, hiker and backpacker, I was a little surprised at the number of my friends and family who questioned my sanity when I said I was going out alone on a section of wilderness. G E T, where I would probably not see anyone for several days. This is is this a common reaction? What's a good response? Come with me or get lost. Tim Harrell, question number three. Big ups, Tim. Thanks for yeah, submitting a question. Yeah. This, is, this is a good one. This is a good question. I still get it. I still get it you from my mom and, and other folks. You know what, what do I you always say? tell people? I, I, I just don't even tell them what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> I'm just going to go to the post office and read a book. I'm going to stay home and watch football. I, I'm just going to trim my toenails. Yep. I'm going to watch some free JMT movies on PBS.org. <laughs> you know. Well, I feel like the biggest concern, at least for for me, has always been like about my safety, not because of like the mountains, but because of other people. You're a she hiker. Because exactly. you're a she hiker. Yeah. She hiker. So when I set out, let let, let Dilo do it. Yeah, you want me to? Yeah, please do it. Do it. She hiker. Yeah. Subdued. Very subdued. When I set out on the AT by myself, throat's a little. Scratchy. My parents were a little up concerned, and I, so I, I presented them with this challenge. I said. Name for me any major to, you know, small city that you know of. Just name one. Anyone that comes to mind. They're like Ann Arbor because that's where I, near where I grew up. I said, okay, let's look at how many violent crimes happened in, happened in Ann Arbor last year. And now let's look at how many violent crimes happened ever <laughs> on the AT. Half a dozen maybe? Not, yeah, maybe. No, they're, they're well, it's not. Yeah, so... It, that's the thing that I always throw out to people yeah. is like that's the safest place you could be as far as like safety from crazy it, people. And that's a, the AT is a trail that sees millions of visitors a yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. And, and Tim's talking about the Grand Enchantment Trail, which sees no one. Here's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> zero people, unless you're in Albuquerque and Sandias. Okay, I was going to say you've through hiked this trail. Yes. How many people do you think you saw start to finish on the entire 800 mile length? Ah, uh, maybe. 50, and that's in like 10 different locations. Okay. It's the a, future through hiking. The future. I don't routes, know. It's tough. Routes, but it's not really trails. not many people. Like, I remember spending about 10 days traversing the Gila and seeing people in maybe two spots. Yeah. And that's a well known wilderness area. You know, I would say, like, for, from a safety standpoint, the bigger issue on trails like the Grand Enchantment Trail and the Hey Duke Trail, it's not actually the people you're running into, it's, it's what. The physical danger. There ain't no people. Well, it, exactly. Yeah. So the the bigger danger really is if you're hiking solo on one of these routes versus trails, <laughs> and let's say you break an ankle or something, you know, something something out of the ordinary, something bad happens. You know, this it's actually one trail, or these are trails that I would actually say carrying a spot beacon is actually not a bad idea. And I used to think spot beacons were a joke. But after being on the Hey Duke, I, I get it. Like, if you're walking somewhere and no one's going to be there for months on end, and, and you're you not going to... And you get your arm stuck under a boulder? Yeah. You can make 17, 35,000. Yeah. I, I would just say, like, 
you know, I mean, if, if, if you had a spot beacon, you could at least tell your folks, hey, I've basically got a 911 button at my disposal, and if anything goes bad, it's all good, and that'll shut people up pretty quick. I, yeah. I think the real I problem know. is people ask this question, and they think you're just going to be bored out of your mind. Like, why would you just go walk in the woods? Well, yeah, that's what I think I get. They don't think I'm going to die necessarily, but they're like, why would you do that? Why you would do you spend your right. weekends walking and right. exercising and sweating and sleeping on the ground? Yeah. You know, I get a hotel room in Glenwood Springs and go to the spa, <laughs> and it's wonderful. <laughs> why are you spending your money on that? That hot spring smells like eggs. It's disgusting. No, this is, I've actually been they told this. This is why I'm saying it emphatically. Yeah. Yeah. So you're spending your weekend walking. Yeah, why would you right. do that with your life, Max? And there you have it, Tim. Some really great <laughs> answers from the trailer show. <laughs> Thank aggro. you, Tim, Onion, and Evan Klein for your ans- for your questions tonight. We appreciate it. Outro music, please. Yes, good grief. <laughs> All right, and there you have it. D'Lo, uh, thanks again for another great segment of no Ask problem. a Hiker Questions. <laughs> Moving on to... Moving uh, on, we've got our last segment of the last night. Segment. Oh, what is it, yeah. Mags? You're getting, trail. All, you're getting all fired up. What are you going to talk about? Trail of the month. Trail of the month, people. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. Enough of our Tony Bag of Donuts here. <laughs> anyway. Bag of Donuts. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm going to isolate. <laughs> we lost D-Lo. Tony Bag of Donuts there, boy. Hey, yo. Tony Bag of Donuts. What the hell? That was good, man. Is that some Rhode Island bullshit? <laughs> Trail it a month. Trail it a month. Oh, no, I got to edit. <laughs> oh god. Okay, anyway. continue. Trail of the month, Colorado Trail. <laughs> you right, Max? And Max and, and for our listeners, Mags has written the de facto Colorado Trail town guide, so, which you can get on PMAG. It's better than Yogi's? No. It's so anyway, different. It's better than cats. Oh, <laughs> he's he has a town guide. I think she has what does she have? A town guide? So the trail of the month is I'm bringing it back to Mags. So the trail of the month is the Colorado Trail. It is one of the classics, medium-distance regional trails. 500 miles, beautiful scenery. It's long enough to be a journey for most people. Sure enough, to if you could scroll away vacation time, you can actually do it. Starts at the foothills outside of Denver, goes through the San Juans, and is in Durango. Awesome trail done by the Colorado Trail Foundation. Um, I would say, you know, for information, go to the Colorado Trail Foundation. Or you can go to Yogi's PCTHandbook.com for the Colorado Trail Handbook. Or I wrote what I call the quick and dirty guide on my website, oh, pmags.com. That's, P-Mags. Yeah, that's the difference. Uh-huh. You can also buy, like, magazine clips there or something. Hey. <laughs> hey. Polymer mags? Oh, not Colorado. Polymer. By Tony Bag of Donuts. Anyway. <laughs> He's a good guy. But, you know, the Colorado Trail, what I like about it, it's very a western trail. The foundation, they have alternate routes now. It's, like, it's not like the AT where you have to do the specific route. They actually encourage you to do alternate routes. You want to go lower, take the collegiate east. You want to go higher, take the collegiate west. And that's new as yeah. of this year. But they've How always does, they've thanks always, to the professor. That's right. They've always encouraged alternate routes, though. And some of the highlights, you know, you have the beautiful aspens and the Denver foothills, the San Juans, of course, the collegiates themselves, and it's a great way to see Colorado. Oh, Pod, I see you raising your hand. Um, correct me if I'm incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> we will, but. We will. I think everyone in this room has hiked the Colorado Trail. Oh, that is not correct. You haven't? No, I have not oh, done the Colorado Trail. Okay. Dude, I actually have the FKT on the CT. What? I want to go after that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Well, have you yo-yoed it? I have the FKT yo-yo. And I think the real yeah. question is, how does the new western route through the collegiates affect the FKT? 
Um, does the FKT always have to stick to that lower route? Doesn't matter. I still have the FKT. I still got <laughs> it. I, I did. I did He's the. Done all the routes. I uh, did all the routes. Actually, oh, you did before it was a route. No, I did. I did that because I knew it was an up and coming route. So uh, I, I, I incorporated that into my FKT. It's gonna be hard to beat that. It, you're not gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would. I would just like to throw out that I section hiked the CT. What? Oh, I, I did not do it as a through hike. Oh, okay. I did it. I did it over three years as a section. We hike. still and need that, that respectable. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate that. It's just getting out there and enjoying yourself. Yeah, all right. Pod, you know, logistically, that's a relatively easy trail to section hike. So, Colorado Trail, check it out. Uh, Colorado Trail Foundation. Shout like, out to Goody Gaskill. Goody, Goody's best. Have is anyone ever? You've we've all met. Have you met Goody Dilo? Uh, Not in person. No, I've just read about Goody in she, books. She's an amazing woman. She's yeah. so she very is. active. We met her. She has something in common with Mag. She sloshes her drink. <laughs> she sloshes her drink? Just like Mag's. What no, do you mean? No, the, the, the drink itself. Ah, she like spills it because she's moving her hands around and the drink gets all wild. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you talking like a Mahjong player from 1950s Brooklyn? Because we've been down here in the basement drinking beer for like three hours. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the Colorado Trail. Check it out. Great trail, Colorado Foundation. And tell us why you want to do the trail and get some swag from Yogi's Books at PCT. Right. Hey, real back to the contest. Real quick, we gotta talk to we gotta talk to Hearsay about his possible Colorado Trail speed record attempt. Oh, oh. What, do, what do we have to talk about? You were, Sean Forey holds the record. He, I don't know if it's going to get beaten this year. Well, but but you've been it's talking tight. about a sub ten Colorado sub trail ten would be the dream. Sub ten days, that is. So, yeah. Wow. So it's it's you know fifty one miles. Backpack. Traditional backpack. Guys. Traditional backpack. At least a seventy liter pack. Um, external uh, frame. I'm thinking. <laughs> unsupported. Unsupported. I'm thinking. Are you gonna have gallon milk jugs tied to the? Yeah, and <laughs> there's gonna be a cast iron skillet for sure dangling at the bottom. With limber there. leather awesome. boots. That'd be leather sweet. boots. Probably a Cuban fiber tent though. And, and how much? <laughs> just to lighten it up. Quick, quick question yeah. about um, how much seaweed are you going to pack on this seaweed. trek? Yeah. It may or may not go down this year, folks. Okay. Do you hear and that, Most likely not. We, Do you we hear should... that, Pepper? What about Pepper? I'm asking Pepper if he heard that. Pepper, don't be too scared. Oh. You know, we should say why we're having hearsay as our guest panelists. That's right. Oh, why? Why? I don't know why. Why? 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 No why is he even here? He could be sleeping right now. Because <laughs> <laughs> our dear friend hearsay, first, we've got to congratulate him. That's, That's right. That's right. Congrats. Our boys, our boys getting hitched. Getting hitched on the on the North Fork of the St. Vrain River. I Beautiful like outdoor wedding. It sounds wonderful. And yeah. He's marrying a good woman, too. And that's where right. are you moving to very shortly? Going to move to Silver City, New Mexico. And that's right on the CDT, Right folks. on the CDT. There's new Trail Angels, folks. You know, starting you know who you're going to have to hang out with when you move to Silver City. Tell me who. Jim M- Fahey? M. John, yeah. M. John Fahey. Does yeah. He, yeah. He lives he down does. there? Yes, yeah. he does. Legend. The legend. You yeah. Just just go to the go to like the one or two bubs that he goes to. You'll meet him. <laughs> Guaranteed he's oh, there all day. Oh, yeah. And yes. he wrote the text for the Colorado Trail book with, with a Did photography he? by John Fielder. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's so right. So it all right. ties together. Yeah. You're right. kidding me. I no, mean, I'm not. M. John Fahey wrote that? He wrote the text. John. And who is this Mr. Fahey? He's a longtime contributor, if not the Mountain editor Gazette. of the yeah. Mountain Gazette. Is that Which is widely Mount- distributed throughout, the, throughout the just, Rockies. Just Google Mountain Gazette. You can learn all about this great periodical. Yeah. But we were talking about all the cool things you could do now that you're in Silver City. The yeah. Gila. We got the Gila. We're going to start a 100-mile race in the Gila. Well, you got Trail Angels, lots of stuff. Going to the Pecos Wilderness. Oh, Pecos. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of Meadow Ed, he'll be Healer Hearsay. Uh, <laughs> healer. <laughs> healer. Healer. 
the healer of the healer of the healer. Yeah. The healer hearsay. H e a l e r hearsay. All right, folks. Oh. All right, man. Okay, good grief with that, people. Oh my gosh, that music's loud. Well, it's that time of the show again where we end the show. <laughs> outro. I think that's number 12 on our list here. That's the outro and thanks section. That's yeah. right. Thanks. That's very profound. Thanks to everyone for tuning in today. Today's broadcast of The Trail Show is sponsored by the Continental Divide Trail Coalition. The Continental Divide Trail Coalition is a 501c3 national nonprofit organization formed by passionate members of the trail community and working to be the leading voice in advocacy, stewardship, and protection for the CDT. CDTC is launching the new organization through an inspiring crowdfunding campaign to generate startup support for their most pressing tasks ahead and invites you to visit www.continentaldividetrail.org to learn more about how you may support, participate, and share their campaign and efforts. In fact, Mags and Dilo are on their smartphones right now going to that website. We yeah. are incredible. That's right. We hope you'll support them and the CDT because in the words... Of POD and Gandhi. If not now, when? And if not us, then who? The May Show's beer was provided by Cannonball Creek Brewing Company. Cannonball Creek is Golden's newest craft brewery, located on the northeast corner of Highway 93 and Washington Street, just north of downtown Golden, Colorado. We craft beers that inspire us, so our tap wall is constantly changing. The tasting room is currently open Thursday through Sunday from 3 p.m. to close with expanded hours to be announced shortly. Keep up to date with our tap wall as well as local food trucks by visiting our Facebook page. Head over to Cannonball Creek Brewing Company and grab yourself a growler of... The Solid Gold Belgian Golden. Lovely. The Foray Noir. Mm. Or the Mindbender IPA, amongst many other delicious... Beers that they have on tap. And you can always find them online at www.cannonballcreekbrewing.com. And do us a favor by heading over to their Facebook page and telling them you heard about their beer on The Trail Show. You can always find us at thetrailshow.com, facebook.com slash thetrailshow, twitter.com slash trailshow, and on cafepress.com slash thetrailshow. Go buy those pint glasses, people. We'll be back in June with our Hello to Summer episode. Until mm-hmm. then, for the Princes of Darkness, Delo, Mags, and Hearsay, I'm Disco. See you next month. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> bye bye. Mindbender. Ah. Wow. All right, people. Going back to our good friend Andy McNabb's question. What are your luxury items that you take with you on the trail with a blatant disregard for their weight? Thanks in advance for your answers and keep up the good work. All right, Andy. I think we should just go around the room and talk about our luxury gear items. Mags looks like he's ready to go into combat, so we'll start with him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. You know, I've gotten into photography more the past few years, so my luxury item for many trips nowadays is a DSLR. Ooh, a heavy, uh, very fine and heavy camera. But you know yeah. what? I, I've taken, I thought, some really good photos of the Wind River Range in Utah and all kinds of areas, so I gladly schlepped away to take some photos. I love taking photos. That's cool. my luxury item. And how do you carry it? Is it always dangling around your chest? No, I have a, um, basically it's like a hip pack. I make it ah, into, yes. a, into a belly pack. Mm. Belly pack, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Dilo, what is your luxury gear item, sir? I never, ever go hiking without a book. 
Oh. Uh, a paperback? Oh. A paperback. Really? Yep. I didn't know that about you. I always bring a book. I thought I go you were going to say something else for your luxury. <laughs> well, actually, <laughs> that's nowadays, medicinal. That's well, medicinal. Actually, nowadays, I have three luxury items. I bring, a, I bring a nice book. Okay. I bring a little flask of whiskey. Okay. And I bring a little ganja. Whoa. 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 Edit that out. Well, you know, it's legal. It's Whoa. legal in Colorado. It's just legal, Colorado. It's, it's just recorded it's like in Colorado. Aspirin. Yeah, yeah. It's like bringing aspirin. Yeah, it's medicine. Relax, people. Yeah. POD, luxury gear item. Tiny hairbrush. What? Tiny hairbrush? Tiny yeah. hairbrush. <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? It's like a tiny version of a regular sized hairbrush. Why would you bring a hairbrush on the trail? Because it feels so good to brush your hair every morning. Is it cathartic? It is. It makes me feel like a human being. Okay. Wow. I can right. get into that. I don't that. know. That's what, I'm just throwing it out there. Disco, okay. what, what's your luxury item? Ways less than a book. I bring a hairbrush. I'm a little embarrassed to admit this, but on long hikes, I carry two iPods. Two? Why two? Well, a spare? Or? One of them might die, you know? And, and, and <laughs> here's a, the deal. So I carry the, the Nano, which weighs one ounce, and I carry the Shuffle, which weighs a half ounce. So it's really not a huge weight penalty, but it is kind of, you know, outrageous to carry two iPods, I suppose. How, how do you charge your uh, two iPods? In town. In town, dude. Okay. And trust me, I have been there when both iPods were dead, and, and I literally wanted to push them off a cliff. Yeah, I start to lose it like Not you do pretty. during the, the trail news segment. That's exactly Dion. what happens. <laughs> hmm. yeah. Hearsay, what about you, sir? Well, on the AT, I had to give a talk at, uh, is it Lake of the Clouds Hut? There's one of the huts in, in During your through hike? Yeah, because wow. you know how you can trade work for a stay at the huts? So Lake, of the Lake of the so, Crowds. Well, I don't know about a speech, but I mean, like, two really? of a, two, they asked two through hikers to, like, give a talk to, like, whoever wanted to listen. So like forty people would sit on the tables and like listen to a through hiker so talk it was like about you and Andrew Skirka. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so wait a minute, what did you talk about? I, they asked us questions, I guess. Okay, but wait a minute. Well, how's one, that your luxury item? Yeah. You well, well, well one question was, "What is your luxury item?" Okay. And I was like, "I think it's my spare shirt that I wear when I get to camp." So I had a short sleeve like shirt or a base layer, and I put it on that wasn't drenched in sweat. Yeah. And that felt like real luxury. Like, I didn't need that. But you don't do that anymore, right? No. Now my luxury item is carrying a sleeping bag that's actually warm enough. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, after, you like, using, like, a 40 degree quilt, like, carrying I, 20 degrees is total luxury. Mags, what he's saying is yeah. is not a lie. No. On the PCT in 08, Shivers. We, we, he had, like, this ridiculously <laughs> under insulated quilt and we would, he, you know, he'd always be up and out early and be like, dude, why do you hike out so early? He was like, well... Usually when I can't feel my feet, that's when I <laughs> that's when I pack up and, and go and hike. And you know this is like four a.m. So, so you're one of these people. Ah, I have a super ultra light five pound base layer. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's be, for real, then, dude. Then you'd right. be like freezing your your butt off. It was, yeah. but then also, you just wake up so you could sleep until four, and they're like, ah, it's just time to leave. Also, he he claims that his mosquito head net is part of his cold weather gear system. <laughs> that's another issue. <laughs> See oh another God. luxury head net. Well, you know what? We'll save we'll save that for yeah. the bonus. bonus show. Oh yeah, the bonus. All right. All right. Hey Andy, thanks for the question. Yeah.